Hey there. Thanks for being bold and choosing our podcast. This episode is once again brought to you by The Upset Picks. Do you want to make sports betting a bigger part of your portfolio? Then visit our website, theupsetpicks.com. We have packages to suit every type of better from beginner to pro. And also check out our daily Chasing the Dog videos on YouTube, where we give you our top dog bets of the day. Now sit back and enjoy yourself as we ramble through the worlds of sports, politics, entertainment, and more, like cats chasing a laser pointer. Andrew. Harry and Chris. All over the place. Wit, whiskey, and wisdom. Go for it. It's better than bringing up like a case of beer. I mean, yeah, it's probably better. Any different in the weight? I, mean, I don't know. I've never really tested it. Specific weight of water is what? 8.2 sure. pounds per gallon? I believe you, Chris. Yeah. What? Specific weight? <laughs> specific weight of water. We had to calculate specific weight of water and gas and all that kind of stuff. Didn't have to do the business school, I'll tell you. <laughs> you don't know that being in the, being in the Navy? They you don't, don't know about the weight of water? Didn't really you don't care about, about the weight of water. You guys don't do that work? Calculate this specific the specific <laughs> weight of mayonnaise and mustard? Yes, what should we do? Okay, good. You know how much mayonnaise goes in tuna? Until it looks good. We should have started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some some goes in there. We're we good. didn't care about specific weight of water because it was more about the displacement of own ship. You know, so water does what it does. So like you can't put a big ship in a small lake. There you go. Solve the problem. <laughs> what happened to the board? Problem's not getting it Nothing. in there. Problem is taking it out. <laughs> wow. And now we've gone off the rails. Well, welcome in, everybody, to episode 26. At least that's what I've been told. If it's not, somebody correct me. <laughs> With our guest, Cora. Hey, Hello. Cora. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. They you made s- me do it. You say that now. Thank you for being halved. Halved. Is that the appropriate response? Thank you for thank being, you for being here. Oh, okay. Well, the... Thank you for okay, being halved. Okay. I like thank you for being halved better. <laughs> it's like when people say 1230. No, it's noon 30 and midnight 30. There's no 12. I always say midnight 30. Midnight 30. Yep. Who's up to midnight 30? <laughs> Who's awake? You. Midnight? No, not me. No, you're mm. the one that gets up early. Send us emails at like 430. <laughs> Are you the type of person who goes to bed at like 830? 10, 1030 is probably the latest. Do you dinner yeah. at like four as well? No, actually we eat late. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I ate dinner at four today. Don't joke. It's it's dinner? okay. <laughs> you did dinner. That's at like Linner. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. So shameless plug. Go. Navigation Eye Care, Chesapeake, Virginia. You might recognize that from our last show. That's right. Are they finally open? They are. Went there today. Yeah. What did you yeah. get there today? I got glasses. You got glasses. <laughs> glasses at least I see. ordered them, right? And um and spent the time kind of Falling in love with the frames and this and that and the other. And, and uh, just before I made the final decision, I looked at the lady across the counter and said, these look an awful lot like the ones I already own, don't they? She goes, yeah. Yeah. So did you get like some round Teddy Roosevelt glasses? No. You should. No, I got some Oakleys, actually. I'm, oh, wow. Look at you. So, yeah. Branching off in the world. Nice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The Ray-Bans Stepping up. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about my glasses, Andrew? No. My Teddy Roosevelt ones. Do you have Teddy Roosevelt glasses? You do glasses? have Teddy Roosevelt glasses. Just a little bit. 
That's where the term professor sweaters came from. Is I got glasses. Professor sweaters. <laughs> so she wears these glasses and looks like a professor. Yes. And she wears a, she's got like 80 different hoodies. Mm-hmm. So every time I see her, she's in a different hoodie. So yep. now she's professor sweaters. Yep, pretty much. There you go. There we go. So what are we drinking? Well. I don't want to start with that one. All right. No, we're, what are we starting with? What are we starting with? What are we starting with? We're starting with Johnny Walker High Rye. Blended Scotch whiskey, a rich and rounded blend of whiskeys crafted from rye, barley, wheat, married with the finest single malts. AKA Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker. Johnny Walker Green. Let's see how this turns out. We don't even have a cork to pop on this. You should, pop, you should pop the other one. No. Well, we will at some point, I'm Eventually. sure. Eventually. Thank you. Thank you. I like the cups. Classy. Yeah, they are. We spare no expense. <laughs> it's funny because my mom has these these glasses, and we always like to joke that they're my great-grandmother's, when in reality we got them from the dollar store. But they oh, look bougie, I so... Like that. That's good. You know? You like these were handed people. down. They, it's not wrong. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. They were handed down. Yeah. We just come up with a different story every time. Like, yeah, these were my great-aunts. She passed away from yada, yada. So you've heard of red <laughs> solo cups? These are like... Clear. Clear. Translucent solo <laughs> cups. That's, that's very, very that's good. That's tasty. That's got a good flavor. It's the rye that's really doing that. Well, rye and scotch. There you who, go. Who'd have known? Well done. Apparently Johnny Walker. Core, how's that water? It's really doing the trick for me. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Core's parents don't worry. She's drinking water. <laughs> right. What year is that? Um, Does it say? Uh, Are you looking at the bottle? <laughs> it's water no. from the early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> no need to slow down on that. <laughs> Endless supply right here. Perfect. Brought the whole case. There is no pacing. Do not pace with your water. Do not pace the water. Do not pace the water. H2O. There you go. Yeah. Right. Well. Welcome back. That's the show. Hope everybody had a uh, fantastic week or so. How was everybody's week? Been going pretty good. Yeah. It's been an eventful week. It's been a busy month. I've had a lot going on. October is only about, well, it's about half done. 21 21 days. It feels like it's been a month already. Two thirds over. (laughs) Hence, it's been busy. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. Work. Work. Working out. Staying busy. You know. So Keeping up with my bucket list. No, go. You go. I heard working out in there, and I don't know what that means. Well, I was just going to say, I'd like to hear what the daily routine is. What does Cora's average day look like? So there I was. Um, oh, no. oh, wrong story. <laughs> so I, a lot of people tell me I'm a very busy person, and I mean I am, but um, I tend to I tend to pack my day pretty full if I can. Um, if I'm working out in the morning, I'll get up, make breakfast, and then head to the gym for usually about two hours or so, depending on how long I'm there for, depending on my my workout. Um, but then, See, that's so similar to me, because I spend about two hours in the morning thinking hey. about going to the gym. <laughs> thinking is good, though. You can get should go to the gym today. Just pondering. Do you even know where your local gym is? I do. <laughs> really? Yes. Where? Well, is uh, Plant Fitness right there uh, by Triple T. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. I saw Plant okay. Fitness. And Plant there's Fitness. also the yeah. uh, East End Suffolk uh, Rec Center on East Sixth Street, or okay. the YMCA across from Obesity, or, or Chris's garage, or my shed, yeah, there my shop, lots of places. Yeah, I think about those for two hours. <laughs> Back to you, Carl. Yeah. So, um, funny enough, I 
you know, this gym, I was just kind of like, okay, it's going to be my New Year's resolution, start at the beginning of the year and see what I can do from there. And then... So let's give a shout out to the gym. <laughs> Where? Uh, Iron Asylum. You work out at Iron Asylum? I do. Outstanding. I knew someone who worked out there. Yeah, it's a hell of a gym. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. My my old nutrition coach, she oh. used to uh, work out out there. Now she lives the in name, Japan. Though. Yeah, it is very Iron nice. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. At the one in Virginia Beach? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Very nice. I've heard of it. Shout out to Iron Asylum. Good shout job. out to Iron Asylum. Yeah, yeah, shout out. You should give us all free gym memberships. Sponsor us. <laughs> you really only need to do a couple of them because Carrie's never going to use his. <laughs> spend a lot of time thinking about it. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's really honestly become a home to me and I've met so many great people through it. And it's just, it's fun, you know? So something that started out so small in my head, like, oh, I'm just going to go out and work out and, you know, do better for myself became this like intense hobby for me. So it's, it's really neat. And I just enjoy it so much. It does so much for me. So. I love to hear that. Yeah. I do. Absolutely. There's an empowerment, I think. And I'll say, especially when like my, my daughter, Abby works out and, uh, she loves it. And I can see that it, you know, there, there is that empowerment, the the mental, put away the physical, uh, progress, the mental strength and, and conditioning you get from it is amazing no absolutely i agree and that's actually one of the reasons why i do it is because um for my anxiety like i originally started because i mean part of the reason i originally started was because of my anxiety and it just going through it and doing this whole routine and having something to do every day and complete it just really helped me feel solid so going there and just like it's like a uh a way for me to decompress it's really nice so therapeutic yeah absolutely yeah. therapeutic is a perfect word to put it pick things up put them down yeah <laughs> that's what a lot of people told me pick it up put it down make sure it's heavy yeah are you one of those people who just picks things up and puts it down yep i am so right on all right so you work out then what then we'll come back to the workout i just want to hear <laughs> i want to hear the full day um then i usually like to get back to my house and try and you know complete daily things like chores and whatnot and i just like to run out and do stuff like run errands and if i have time i'll find something fun to do like go to the beach or run on the boardwalk run on the boardwalk i was just about to say that yeah after Um, your workout um usually on rest days all right yeah so just checking (laughs) sometimes if i have enough energy i'll run after my workout but that's really rare so let me get this clear on your rest day (laughs) Well, let's call them active recovery days. Active recovery. <laughs> That's is probably the, key. the better there word. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Active recovery. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm so less and less about this gym thing. <laughs> <laughs> so for for context, at this point, Carrie's got like blocks, and usually in a podcast, he's got like blocks with notes on it. Mm-hmm. He's got like four words over there. <laughs> None of them are. <laughs> so I'll throw this out here, and this is this is uh, if anybody out there. Uh, has the Hallow app and follows it, Father Mike Schmitz, or you can go online and find him, Father Mike Schmitz homily from this past weekend. One of the tidbits he gave, and I think he got it from the CDC, but don't quote me, but he said, you know, over 60, 60% of people over 60 um, are not fully mobile, are not fully capable of doing the daily tasks that they should be able to do. Bend down, sit down, stand up without assistance. Um, And that, to me is troubling. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah, I so, agree. Yeah. At, you know, starting young, creating that habit of, of keeping the mobility alive. Absolutely. It's not about getting huge. It's not about, I mean, there are byproducts. It's not about getting huge. It's not about looking good. 
the I think the main focus should be stay active, stay mobile. Yeah. Those are things will come. They it's will. about feeling good. There you go. And there's so many benefits to well it. Well said. Yeah. Absolutely. Feeling good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good looking guy. <laughs> Talking about I'm just saying. Well, not me. <laughs> when me saying that. I mean, yeah. So. You're, you're the best looking guy in the room though, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Cora. <laughs> Speaking of something. Speaking of something. All right, so you're back at your house. There you um, go. Running errands, doing fun things, maybe. Then what? Um, work? Is it work in there anywhere? Yeah, work. For the, for the taskmaster, the slave driver? <laughs> Just, you know, getting through it. Work. Right, head down. Don't look up. Don't make eye contact. Well, Are you trying to go to her in the fact that she works for me? <laughs> you're trying to get her You're like, say something negative. Yeah, so my boss. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> he's horrible. Wow. Horrible. Yeah. Honestly, though, recently I've been looking at work as something that's like a challenge and not necessarily like a bad kind, but just something that I can kind of test myself through in well, a I way. I think it, how does challenge get a negative connotation? I like the way you approach that, though. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be a negative thing. No, it's not. And I feel like uh, a lot of people like use the word challenge sure. as a negative thing. That's a good point. But um, I've been really looking at work as like a, a positive thing recently just because it's like there are so many things about a lot of things that people just choose to be negative about. So it's like, why are you going to waste your time? You know, there's so many bright parts of your day that you can choose from, that you can write about. And um, actually recently... Um, I linked up with an old friend from elementary school and we went and sat on the beach and we just talked about life and caught up about things um, and we really had a good time. But one of the things that I took from it is that she told me that she journals and she really um, just takes at least one good thing out of her day. No matter how bad the day was, she finds one good thing and writes about it to kind of just give herself that that one thing to kind of focus on instead of worrying about how horrible the whole day was Mm. because I feel like so many people just focus on the negative things and it's like well work was bad but there was this one part when this customer made made me laugh and blah 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 or told me a joke or I saw a cute dog something random you know it can be something super small but it's the small things that count Mm. also as far as a challenge goes I mean not that this is necessarily how it was meant, but like iron sharpens iron. So like if you go in and work as hard, you're growing as a person. If you go in, it's easy. Like you're not growing. You're not oh, you're not accomplishing something new. You're basically staying status quo. Exactly. Or going backwards. You become super lazy and, you know, you're not. I mean, you just. Right. It happens. So yeah. A challenging work day is good. I mean, from every mm-hmm. aspect. And then negativity is the fastest growing thing out there. Like a negative attitude can spread faster than anything. Yeah, absolutely. No, no it can't. I love it. Nobody's going to get that joke. They're going to be like, wait, <laughs> wait, what? What? <laughs> well, I mean, Andrew, you're absolutely right. And it's, I feel like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just say? Andrew's right. He doesn't have very often. I mean, what? Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen on this show. No. But honestly, there are so many reasons to look at things in a positive way. And um, I've just been trying to push myself more and do that a lot more as well and uh just kind of you know spread positivity at the same time because it's like 
people are always like, you're so positive, Cora. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't know how I do it, but I just am. It's just who I am. So, and I'm, that's one thing I'm really grateful for about myself is positivity. So I think people conflate happiness and joy. So happiness is an emotion. Joy is a choice. And so you're making a choice to approach certain things in a joyful way mm-hmm. by waiting for something to make you happy. Right. Which could take a very long time. Yeah. So I think that's a good... I, I got a lot of notes here that are just... Um, I think there are lessons here that I would like to see a lot of people Absolutely. learn and, and adopt. Um, one of them is the routine aspect mm-hmm. of your life. Yeah. Um, so how old are you? I'm 19. You're 19. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, do you go to school at all? You got school? No, but I am going to school in in the spring. Okay. So, but you've already established the routine habits. That's not a problem. I guess I'm only asking just because I'm trying to see what the day looks like in total. Right. And you've established like school imposes a routine, but you have imposed routine upon yourself outside of that in an effort to, I think if I heard you correctly, part of it's to deal with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Which, which you know, you've taken control of things that you can control. Yeah. Which I think is huge, and I think that's something that a lot of us, top to bottom, can learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of a routine, which disciplines and conditions and rewires the mind, and the choices you make along with that. Like you said, if you go into work, I like the I like the challenge thing, uh, finding ways to improve, uh, even if it's a very small area, that's an improvement. So, yeah, that's that's it's very impressive, Cora. Thank you. Very I appreciate impressive. it. I think there's always room to grow, you know, and there's always something to learn about yourself or about other people or the world. And uh, and it's cheesy, but the possibilities really are endless. So there's also, something to, new every day. To both your points, great habits lead to great success. So Yeah, I agree. It's good to set that now and learn through the process and see where you grow and who you become as a person so that you can set yourself up for success. So, I mean, I don't remember being 19 much. It's so long <laughs> um, 30, 40 years ago. Wait, happy so belated birthday, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very much. Both of you, happy belated birthday. Thank yeah, you Cora. Much. Oh, yeah. No, the other <laughs> guy who's not me. Both wow, of us, that was right. Yeah, I mean, both of you had Octo- <laughs> October yeah. birthdays. Yeah. So, happy belated birthday. Thank, Thank you, guys. Yeah. Then I get a text from Liam because it was his birthday, too. So, there you go. Nice. Well, Lots, have good Lots of birthdays, yeah. October people. We're taking mm-hmm. over. Not really. <laughs> not, not really. Um, so aspirations, goals beyond um, kind of the development of the individual. What are you What are you thinking? Downline, downrange. Well, I mean, and if not, it's okay too. I mean, I, mean, hey. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> You're going to. You want to go to school for what? For nutrition and food science. I want to study nutrition and food science, um, which also kind of relates to the whole working out thing. But um, honestly, what really got me into that is. So I think, what was it, 2019, 2020? No, 2020, yeah. I, I was like, man, I don't, want, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. And there's so much pressure that society puts on young adults. Like, you need to know what you want to do right now. And um, it's scary because we're like, how are we supposed to know when you guys don't even know? Or whatever. Or you guys went to college for something that you don't even want to do now, you know? So it's for me worth it to take more time to think about it and be really sure of yourself rather than just jump into something and be scared you know which I guess could be good too sometimes but 
depending on how it works out, but just kind of taking a risk piece. You yeah, know? exactly. Oh, okay. But right. yeah. um, I took a a year off and I figured out what I wanted to do, and I was like, oh, I really want to study psychology, which is I think something I still want to touch into because it's just such a great topic. But um, uh, after being a gym rat is what a lot of people tell me I am <laughs> after like becoming a quote unquote gym rat and just really focusing on myself and um, pushing through those goals. I've found that there are so many people who don't know how to take care of themselves when it comes to food and nutrition. Oh yeah. It's the so. hardest part. People go, I'm just going to work out and they don't change their diet. They don't mm -hmm. adjust any of that stuff. They're like, well, I'm losing weight. I mean, we talk about it all the time when people are like, I'm going to lose weight and I'm not going to eat. And go, well, the body just thinks it's starving. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not going to burn. It's not going to do what it needs it's to do. But people don't it. understand that. Exactly. And so it really um, just lit a fire in me and I felt really passionate about it because hearing people talk about these diets that I've researched that are just like so toxic. It's like, do you even know what you're talking about anymore? And it's it's really fascinating to me that there's it's like a whole rabbit hole you could mm -hmm. just i could read about it forever and or talk about it forever really well, i just remember the who was it the uh atkinson diet guy did yeah. people die off that yeah well he fell in a street in new york city and bumped his head and died so i was like yeah that's not working for him <laughs> that's like pedo people who do keto yes and you're like so there are some like instances where like if you do it correctly it can be helpful and whatever yeah but people, you see a lot of people do keto and they're like get these headaches and they become all it's like yeah because you're not giving your body the rest of what it needs yeah know. i agree and it's honestly scary <laughs> i remember my mom telling me something about keto and she's like yeah there's this thing called the keto flu that when people start keto they like get sick or something i'm like huh i wonder why <laughs> maybe it's because they're not nourishing their bodies like they need to you know mm -hmm. so it's just it's really it's really fascinating to me and it just gets me going. I'm like, I really need to learn more about this. Got you. And study the science behind food and protein and all the things that, like, you know, our makeup and stuff like that. So Cool. To stop people from becoming vegan and then not supplementing <laughs> and wondering why they're, like, the size of a pencil. Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> let's go with that. Well, this is, this is fascinating. And the... the the intersection here is really cool for me because I told you the young lady uh, who was my first nutrition coach went to Iron Asana. She worked out. That's where mm -hmm. she started. Um, and she's got her own thing, uh, Iron Soul Trailblazers. Bethany Cora Taylor is her name. Check it out. Iron Soul Trailblazers. Okay. And when I when, when she took me on board as, as, a, as a client, she had me track my food for that first week. Mm -hmm. And uh, she goes, I, I think you're probably under eating. I said, I think you're wrong because I know better, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I tracked and I was, I was doing maybe like 2,000, 2,200 calories a day. She goes, yeah, you're definitely under eating. I'm like, what? Yeah, so we're going to bump you up to like, you started back at 2,600. I ended up at 3,000 calories a day and I felt great. Yeah. I, I slept great. I felt great. I worked out great. And then, you know, she's reverse dieting. And she's like, you need to, you need to get the all cylinders running because, Mm -hmm. You know, most of us who under eat, you're shutting down a couple cylinders. So you're running on half an engine. So you get all cylinders firing, get your body and metabolism moving. And then she started, you know, in the cut phase, which was kind of cool. Right. But stuff I never thought about, you know, just I just figured you, you avoid things that you hear you're supposed to avoid. And you, 
you eat as little as possible and <laughs> she yeah. she turned all that on her, on on, on uh, its head for me which was good so i i excited to hear you looking into the same thing uh going out in that same path and communicating to the world especially and i'll say especially women she really now focuses on women just because the whole industry out there is i shouldn't say the industry um i think media right the media yeah. that the the environment is probably a better way the environment is such that and they want you to live on 1200 calories a day <laughs> which I is know. which is apparently like what a five or seven year old eats yeah yeah an adult woman should not be eating 1200 calories yep. a day and that's funny because that i also relate to that i i went through the same thing and i was under eating and i, I thought it was you know enough for me but then i couldn't squat more than like 115 pounds <laughs> so i was like huh why does my body hurt so much and um so when I first signed up for my uh, powerlifting competition, my... What? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get there. We'll just kind of drop that and keep on going. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so when you signed up? Um, when I signed up, actually, my friends Yaz and Trevor at Iron Asylum, they were the ones who encouraged me to do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm eating like 1,700 calories. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. And they're like, you... Because this is when I was doing like a lot of cardio too. And they're like, you ride your bike like four times a week and you weightlift and do all this stuff and you only eat 1,700 calories. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you need to be eating like 21, 22 at least. How'd that feel the first time you did that? It honestly scared me a little bit. Sure. Because um, like two years ago, I was overweight, considering overweight, what <sighs> the doctors want to consider overweight. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so I lost like 30 pounds and I think eating more scared me because yeah. I was like, oh, well, what if I gain it back? Like you know? Yeah. Back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a bit of fear from that, but um, I kind of just let go and trusted them. And I was like, you know what? This is good for me. I, I shouldn't be eating this little calories anyway. So I went with what they said and I felt amazing. Like what you said <laughs> with your trainer and um it was just really great and starting that i felt happier i felt like i had more energy i felt like i could lift like 700 pounds <laughs> so it was great and even andrew was like girl you need to be eating more if you're training like that and i was like yeah i know i think it was just you know the fear yeah so yeah it, it, there's there's a strong environmental influence out there that's pushing well, see, here's the dichotomy, though. It's pushing women to a certain standard right. that they feel they can achieve only by eating, you know, a leaf of lettuce and water <laughs> for the whole day, yeah. right? On the other hand, the environment is selling us all the crap in the world out there. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Which is, you think about that, that's really odd. Hey, we want you to look like this, but here's all this crap that you're supposed to take into your body. Yep. Uh, yeah, good on you for... Seeing the, seeing the light and, and running towards it. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, it is probably a, a discussion worth having is, is the mental battle you had between a societal standard mm -hmm. and what was good and healthy for you. Yeah. Um, and I'd be, you know, if you're willing to talk about that, I'd love to have that discussion yeah. just because there are plenty of women out there, young ladies, I should probably say more, that, that are feeling probably 
Like there's no, like there's no little, winning. There's no winning. Overwhelmed, yeah. There's no yeah. winning. It, I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, there are plenty of women who don't look like the supermodel. Right. right. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, with the push for inclusivity, the acceptance of obesity is not good either. That's an interesting kind of spread there. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I think that there is, I think young ladies who want to do the right thing have no place to turn. So if they get someone like Cora right. yeah. who can relate at that, you know, that age and having gone through it. I remember when, when we were, to your point, Chris, I think when we were younger, there was, um, there's some piece of advice I think my wife had picked up on, which was don't read beauty magazines because they only make you feel ugly. Right, right. Um, That's a good but, one. But I would, I think at this point, I mean, I don't know how many people are actually buying beauty magazines anymore. You don't have to. It's all online. It's, but I was just going to say most of that's online. And so the, the, yeah. the online uh, projection has got to be pretty enormous right. we, in the life of folks. Do we actually, this is going to sound, do we actually find those people attractive? Those like super, those, I don't know. At least for me, I don't like the pasty faced like supermodel part. I'm like, you just look fake. Supermodel is probably not the right word, but there are but you, social media influencers. Yeah, who who go to great lengths to make themselves look like something that they truly are not. And there are also what would you call them, the anti influencers who show you that this That's is all fake. this is who I really am. But with the right lighting and the right pose and the right you know filter. Th- not only the filter, but the way that I hold my body, like, yeah. yep. like if I brace mm-hmm. correctly, I'll look different, yeah. you know? So th- I think there, there is a movement gaining steam, I hope, but someone like Cora will be part of that where, yeah. you know, the, the idea of, and I wrote this down, feeling comfortable in your skin. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'll be brutally honest, I'm 54. Something. I had to check. 54. 54, and I still don't feel fully comfortable in my skin. I'm and right. At every level, there's people that make you feel uncomfortable. I mean, I've come to pretty good terms and grips in terms of me being me. But I mean, yeah, but you're we, ugly. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> we just dealt with a we just dealt with a customer the other day who like highlighted aspects of my of me, me being me that I was just that's like, that's right, that's right. You know, I'm not a. It, it makes you feel uncomfortable when you're talking about it. And I like I've got a huge ego, so it's easy for me to get over that. <laughs> so I can only imagine somebody that we still love them though is influenced by society to a level. Right. You know, like their whole life exists online. They're like, yeah. this is who I have to be. It's like, you don't have to be this person. Yeah, it's all an illusion. And for the record, I think it's a beautiful ego. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Just, uh, beautiful. <laughs> so, Cora, I mean, I'll ask you all right. Do you feel comfortable in your skin? Yeah, I think so. So you said at one point you were overweight, according to whose standards? I guess society and Did probably... Did you feel that way? Um... I think I got to a point where I just didn't like the way I looked anymore. Which is different. Yes. Which is different than being told something and buying into it. And yeah. I, that's one of the things that I know Bethany drilled into me is that this isn't about numbers. It's mm-hmm. about how you feel. Absolutely. And numbers are, underlying numbers are important. You know, in the sense we talk about health, you know, like those underlying numbers are important. But when it comes to clothes, you know, and there, there's, you know, there's a healthy weight, but we're not worrying about a couple of pounds, you know, five pounds up and down. We're not. Uh, and that was a big shift for me as well yeah so I, I, it's good to, good to hear that what you respond to was your own internal clock yeah or, or governor going hmm yeah and then you took matters in your hands right yeah i did and it's interesting because i i would go through phases where i was like oh well um let me just try and lose 10 pounds and then i would just like 
fall off track and then you know just not try anymore and then it'd be like this endless cycle and i would struggle with that a lot yeah yeah so progress and then yeah exactly and then it's like oh well just go back to my old ways it'll be fine like whatever and then randomly one day something just clicked in my head and i was like (laughs) it was like midnight 30 you know um (laughs) what we were talking about um it was like around midnight and i just got this really (laughs) weird burst of energy and i was just like i want to do a workout right now and so i did a workout in my room with my yoga mat i rolled out my mat and i just like found some random workout online and did it and i think it was like 20 30 minutes so i started out really small then i woke up the next morning and i was like i'm gonna keep going so i did it again and then the next day i'd go for a run and then it would just kind of it was like a snowball effect it just kind of kept going and going because i was like you know i'm sick of feeling this way i i need a change because and it wasn't even because of society it was because of how i felt about myself and how it was also affecting my mental health which is also a really big thing because when you see yourself a certain way you know your own health and how you eat or how you, you know, like what you put into your body, you start to think about it and it starts to like, you know, starts to bother you. And you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing all this. So I really got out of that and got into a much better mindset. And not only did I feel better physically, but like we were saying, I felt better mentally. And it was just like this big switch. So I just kept going and going. And I would have my moments where I was like, well, like what if I can't do this anymore what if I'm not good enough you know stuff like that and then eventually I was like you know what knock the crap off it doesn't matter you're doing great you're doing this for yourself and just keep going because like you're doing it for you for a reason so I just kept pushing through and here I am now so so um couple things in, in that uh, yeah. that piece the start with the idea that you felt overweight so your folk there's a number there right um and then you start exercising and you see results and most of the time the initial result is a loss in weight mm-hmm. which i think is a good feeling for for people who are in that sense but then especially as you start lifting and mm-hmm. you talk about overcoming the the i'm i'm putting on weight but that's the muscle. Mm-hmm. But and this is this is what Bethany got for me was, you know, go by how your clothes fit. Yeah. You know, you may be putting on weight, but if your clothes are fitting better, that means that in that switch, which is not something that I think society tells you to do, they, they focus on the numbers more thing, which is why the doctor goes, "Well, you're overweight." Well, right. I'm not overweight. You know? <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So. Did you make that switch in your mind at some point where this is no longer a game of numbers? Yeah. Not not body weight numbers, but lifting numbers. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it took a while. Like, it wasn't something that just happened overnight. It was like, okay, I need to stop getting these numbers out of my head because I had a goal at first, which was a good goal, but then it started becoming healthy because I started obsessing about the number on the scale. So then when I started lifting, I was like, okay, well, this is muscle gain because I'm not noticing any like you know weight gain or fat gain or whatever so i started lifting more and eating how i should be eating and 
just stopped caring about numbers. I don't, I honestly can't recall the last time I weighed myself. Love it. So love it. Yeah, really. Um, and this is, I mean, this is one of the times when Andrew's going to get angry with us for not having video, but I mean, I, I wish, I wish they could see you and the glow and, and how I mean, confident you're, you're presenting yourself also very attractive, but it's, it's the, it's the inner stuff that's coming through. And, and, and that's yeah. where I think we need to see that progress being made. People can move away from, like you said, I, I want to lose 10 pounds. Don't think about losing 10 pounds. Think about establishing a routine and a habit that's going to propel you into the future. Yes, that's yeah. a perfect way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what you did. Yeah, exactly. Swagger. You carry yourself with a lot of swagger. <laughs> Absolutely. For people looking for an swagger. image, yeah, it's an entire perfect. A lot of swagger. That's the best word to put it. No. So, go, go, go. powerlifting. Yes. <laughs> Thought we'd get off of that, huh? Uh, so what's that and how that materialize and how that turn out? <laughs> I kind of snuck that in there, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's powerlifting. Um, like, and things like Von Schnorgensen <laughs> or whatever those guys lifting like a boulder, like Herculean. Oh, strongest man competition, <laughs> yeah. Gustinson. So yeah. we're going to let her get into that. But one time when Chris and I, the early part of Chris and I's friendship, I saw him after mass and I go, what are you doing? Whatever. And he goes, I'm going to do this. I think it was a Spartan race. Just Spartan race? Or uh, a Tough no, Mudder? No, it was the Frogman, the... the the seals thing and he just walked away he was like i'm just gonna go do this and you're like wait a minute <laughs> we, had, we had trained what in the world we had trained for him it's not yeah i'm not but i'm just saying when you, you yeah. just say that and keep walking it's right. kind of like when you just like drop i did a power so, competition <laughs> and i got milk at money. the grocery store yep <laughs> <laughs> and then i went about my day yeah <laughs> all right so yeah. go on tell us about your powerlifting competition yeah um so relating to what i said earlier um my friend's at the gym at Iron Asylum. Iron Asylum. Yes. Virginia Beach. <laughs> they have one in Chesapeake too. Shout Asylum. out. Yeah. Yes. Are you going to open it? Um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you, the when, look he just you gave you. <laughs> Go ahead and open that. Do you have any problems with that? It looks like it's kicking his butt. Well, I'm trying to glare at Carrie and, <laughs> and remove the sticker at the same time. Is there a power lift in the room who can open this for us? Just pop it open. Shh. Oh, that was a good one. That was Chris. That was a good one. It was Chris. That was Chris. All right. There, Sorry, back to powerlifting. There, there I was. Powerlifting. Was, there I was. Powerlifting. That was great. Um, so, yeah, uh, a couple of my friends from the gym. Iron Asylum? Yes. You can throw that out there. Yeah. So they, they were like, hey, do you want to do this competition with us? We're doing it in September. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I'm, I'm ready for that. Cause, um, this is when <laughs> my man, I'm just, tr- I'm my trying. Man. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay focused. <laughs> Chris does it. I wanted to see if Chris and Andrew are doing it. I guess I ought it's to. so, so <laughs> water, water reacts on a molecular level with the alcohol, opens it up. The flavors gives, mm. you know, you know, and you do it to your own taste. And so I found that pouring water in wasn't really the most effective because it's hard to control. But if you put drops of water in, you can control it. <laughs> oh, okay. And they make fun of me for it. I feel like I'm in science class right you now. You are kind of in science class right now. <laughs> All right, go. So, there I was, powerlifting. Yes. Who, your friends, your friends <laughs> where? Sooner or later, we'll get there. Um, Iron Asylum. Give us Iron Asylum? I think it's Iron Asylum. Iron Asylum. Yeah. There you go, Asylum. <laughs> so they were like trying to convince me. And I was like, I don't feel like I'm ready for that yet. And they're like, well, I mean, you're never really going to be ready. Mm. Okay. Okay. Hold that thought. We have <laughs> to pounce. We have to pounce on that. That's that's that was the advice I got uh, 
from a buddy of mine when we were deciding whether or not we we're going to have kids. You're you're and, never and ready said, to get yeah, married. You're never ready yeah, to have kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the workout group that I did when I, at the joint staff before I retired, we had plenty of people who were like, "Well, I, I need to get in shape first. Like, you're never going you're never going to feel like you're in enough shape to come work out. You, the only way you get in Absolutely. shape is by working out. Yes. So stop stopping and join us. <laughs> Stop, stop. That was, that was, You'll never be That ready. was Mike's favorite phrase while working out. But but that's a great point. Mm-hmm. You, you, if you wait till you feel that you are ready, you'll be waiting a very long time. Yes. I wanted to jump on that, so there you are. No, and that's a good point because a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I'm not ready or let me just wait until this, this, and this, and then I'll be ready. No, you're never going to be ready. And that goes for everything. It goes for powerlifting, the gym, school, whatever. You know, you're never going to, or marriage, kids. She's like, She's like 36 years old. <laughs> so I do want to throw this one caveat out there because there are dumb people in the world. Uh-oh. Right. 16 is probably too early to have a kid. Probably. Just saying. Okay, that's that's a little bit different. Yeah. The kid part may be a yeah, little different. I, but. You know, sadly, you're, in this day and age, you're right. There, are, We had to throw the caveats out. But we're yeah. hoping that common sense prevails and that you can scale it according to your your, your appropriate level, right? I just yes. want to keep us from somebody being like no, a, yeah. some 16-year-old the being like, you know, I think okay. I want kids. I, I know I'm not ready to drive yet, but I'm going to drive. Okay, there's some issues. Got a Ricky okay. Bobby situation yeah, going exactly. on here. Yes, there are a few a few things that maybe right. you should. But in yeah. general, it holds. Right. In general, it holds. <laughs> yes. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Scale it, age mm-hmm. appropriateness. All yes. right, done. So, so she's not ready. Right. You're not ready. For what? Yeah. For powerlifting. For powerlifting. Yes. Where? At Iron Island. I forgot Iron But you decide against it. So. Yeah, so what, what pushes you over the edge? I, you know, I just, I kind of thought about it. And it's funny because I went into the, the gym bathroom and I stood there for a minute and I was just like, I was like, you know, what's holding me back right now? Stupid, you're stupid. <laughs> just looking in the mirror. Stupid. <laughs> Why are you going to do it? Stupid. Because we've all been there. Loser. <laughs> Carrie's never been to a gym bathroom in his life. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what? The Does gyms self, have bathrooms? The, the self-talk. The self-talk is key, though. I can imagine the self-talk going on. Yeah. So. I can say things that I would say to myself while I'm working out, but I won't say them here on the radio. But, I mean, good Lord, yeah. Just like then we'd have to tag it. Yeah, we'd definitely, <laughs> yeah. Have, definitely have to tag <laughs> definitely. it. Definitely, son of a. It's worse than Nutcracker. That. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that. Merry Christmas, All everyone. Right. All right. So anyway, so, where do we go? Oh, we're back on. Uh, she's power, in the bathroom at Iron talking Asylum. to herself. We get this powerlifting story. <laughs> this is a good story. But, it but is a great. Story. Dro- we all go through the same. She keeps dropping nuggets. Though you're like, yeah, you know what? The, the, the self talk. Yeah. You know the. The, the initial, all, you know, I'm not ready leads to, well, you know, you're probably never going to be ready. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you suck and. <laughs> stupid, stu- as you were saying. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right, so anyway. So I had this moment of realization where I was like, well, I'm never going to be ready. And it's, life is too short not to take risks. So I was like, you know what? And I walked out of the bathroom all confident and I looked at my friend Yaz and I said, you know what? I'll do it. And she's like, what? I'm like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do the competition. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, cool. I'll send you all the links to get you all set up. And I was like, and then I thought about it. And I was like, uh, what did I just do? <laughs> was that just like my ego just coming out like, yeah, let's do this. And then I say it out loud. And I'm like, oh, shoot. 
Am Carrie, I really ready for this? Carrie has that problem. He joins a lot of things. He's like, that sounds like a great <laughs> idea. And then he's like, wait a minute. What have I but, done? So, <laughs> But this ties into the way you talk about approaching work as a challenge. So mm-hmm. you, you may have, you're like, well, what am I going to do? But then you recognize that, well, okay, well, I got to train. I mean, I, gotta, I, I now have a goal. I need to go in and be ready for this. And I think that's, that's a beautiful way to approach it. Thank I mean, you. You, you, you instilled, whether you knew it or not, and this is, goes for all of us, if you do that, then you instill a bit of rigidity and routine into your life. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, I'm committed to this. I need to go do this. Yeah. Also, it's going to turn out badly. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what was expected? Like, if you were to walk away with the grand high poopa championship <laughs> of all powerlifting, we'll, we'll what were, oh, sorry. <laughs> You guys are taking your time. He had this awesome question he was about to ask. He said, oh. (laughs) This is the first podcast where Carrie hasn't been able to just seize the moment and speak in his radio voice. I got This is very much a Chris dominated podcast. No, no, no. I'm trying to think because you've got to establish your goals. That's that's a good point. So how do you walk into this and figure out, well, what the heck have I got to do short of running the boardwalk? All gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. First place or we're going home. Yep. All gas, no brakes. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm writing that down. I don't know, man. It sounds off like all thrust, no vector, which is not a good thing. <laughs> right? All thrust, no vector is not a good thing. Sure, we'll just nod because everybody in here is a pilot. There are a couple listening. <laughs> totally to us, know what though. that means. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So I obviously like didn't know anything about powerlifting at the time, and I, you know, was just kind of going with the flow. Cause that's so the just words who I am. power and lift are in there. It's pretty simple. You use power and lift. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have a good point. Is there a machine here that we... Yeah, yeah you just... She pushes a button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just up and down. It's a scissor lift. Just yep. like... <laughs> You've heard of tractor pulls? It's just kind of... It's, just... Well, it's only vertical instead of horizontal. How many pounds going to fit on the scissor lift? My scissor lift is cooler than your scissor lift. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. I'm calling MIT. <laughs> We're doing it. Well, you know, the whole BattleBots thing, you've just invented a whole new, <laughs> whole new, whole thing. new thing. Absolutely. Can you, can, you, can you modify the scissor lift to lift, you know, Astronaut. a semi? <laughs> calling hey, MIT. That's my goal is to be able to deadlift a semi. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you Get ever out. seen really? those guys that actually, like, Ed, Eddie really Hall, good. like, dude, strongest man. I don't think he is right now, but he was the strongest man. The things that he would lift to train... He'd like deadlift the back of a Buick. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, I'm training for the strongman competition. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Pretty much. All right. So, so that's a good point. What, what kind of goal did you set for yourself? Um, Honestly, just to push myself and do my best. Okay. Simply. So good question to ask is when you, the day you said to Yaz at Iron Asylum. Iron Asylum. <laughs> Iron Asylum. Yep. The day you said to Yaz that you were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Where were you, say, what was your deadlift? My deadlift? Oh, my goodness. Roughly. I mean, don't... I mean, I don't <laughs> exactly. Roughly, what was your deadlift when you started? I that, believe... That day, roughly. Um, My PR at the time was, I think, 185. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, squat, back squat? So back squat, I believe, was like 185 as well. Nice. So it was about okay. the same. Yeah. Okay. Did you front squat at all? You didn't do... Um, no. No. Power no, clean? Just, no. No power clean? I, I have in the past, okay. but not for the competition. No, okay. Yeah. But so, all right. Uh, what else did you do for the competition? So, squat, bench, deadlift. Bench? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, big three. What was your bench? Uh, my bench? Oh, goodness. I think it was like 87. Which is tough for women to develop the bench press. Yeah. That's tough, yeah. Yeah, benching is definitely more okay, difficult. Okay, so, so you really good deadlift, really good back squat. Mm-hmm. Had to work on the bench a little bit, but you, you had 
you had the the rhythm and routine going on. And mm-hmm. I, that's a base establishing a baseline. How many months did you have to prepare for this? Um, I think I signed up back in July or August. And it was. When? And it was at the end of September. So six weeks, maybe four weeks. It was. Um, I started when I signed up. So, um. Yaz and Trevor both they uh, created a program for me to do okay. so I could you know get better at performing yeah yeah and so that really helped a lot like, that doesn't sound like nearly enough time you know and I thought so too yeah and that was also another thing that intimidated me was because the shortness of the time kind. yeah and I was like do I have enough time for this and she's like oh well it'd be different if it was like two weeks out but you know you're strong and um, you know the baseline of things so I'm pretty sure you you've got you this, this. Okay. yeah. So tweak some form. Yep. Form is king. It is. Form is king. If, if that's. Yeah. I've l- I learned late in life. Form is king. Yeah. I I used to just be like, yeah, I want to lift heavy stuff yeah. and then have a crappy form. Like, that's not how it works. No, no, that's no. how those CrossFit guys get in trouble. <laughs> like, not cross. I'm not talking about, but like CrossFit guys that had terrible form. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they're just like, oh, I did a hundred of this. And you're like, yeah, but you like did not. Yeah. You did this. <laughs> not. Right. You did your you did, own thing. You did this like half ass so, push up. Which is funny you say that because if I were to say burpee. Right. Describe a burpee to me, Cora. Describe the burpee. It's like a push up and then you. So you're jump start, up. you start in the standing position. Yeah. Then what do you do? And then you plop down into a plank yep. and then push up, push up and then jump back up. Okay. Yeah. That's, to me, that's, that's how burpee, burpee was taught to me. Right. right. Yeah. So I don't know. This must have been six years ago. Yeah. Seven years ago. There was this lady who sent the burpee world record. What? Like a Guinness world record? Yeah, she's official. Oh, so, yeah. you know, a bunch of us, the whole workout group, oh, let's go, you know, let's bring it up on the computer. And it was stand, down to a plank, back up to the standing. Oh, my. And we were all like, no this rep. This is a push up in No there. rep, no rep, no rep. I mean, it was, it was funny because, I mean, just like that. <laughs> what? That's yeah. A, that's a burpee? Really? Well, Who counts it as that? All the tort right. lawyers. Yeah, I'm sure. Guinness, apparently. But yeah. yeah, it's just funny you say that. Poor form is king. Form yeah. is, is in, in, I, I've learned late in life that I'd rather do it correctly than heavily. Yeah. Because, you know, I want to be someone who can get on the ground and wrestle with the grandkids when the time comes, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, all right. So, you've got, what was it, about six weeks? Four to six weeks to. Yeah, around that. It's about to, six weeks. Okay. So That's outstanding. Thank you. Yeah, I I trained as hard as I could, and I pushed myself, and I made sure that I was doing all the accessories and stuff that I needed to needed to do. And it, I didn't like getting closer to the competition. I reduced the amount of working out that I did. Sure, taper, right? Yeah, Tapered. just so I wouldn't exhaust myself. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, this. I feel like I'm not going to gain any muscle from this because I feel like I have to work out six days a week or five days a week to you know actually get some progress but you know they were like no like this is what you need to do and to not exhaust yourself but also to to sustain your muscle and you know just train the way you need to train so what changed so that's in your routine let's talk about if you're doing leg day um and now you've signed up for this and you've got yaz and and company helping you out from Mm -hmm. iron asylum iron asylum (laughs) Um, where was that? I think it was Iron Song. Yeah. Iron Song. In Chesapeake, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what changed? Did they add things? Did they, did they, yeah, I want to know, I want to know what changed. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, 
it was all very similar. The squat part and the bench and deadlift was pretty much the same. Just um, reduce the amount of reps. Oh, to gain strength. Right, yeah, okay. exactly. And then just lift heavier. Yeah. So, and I had to use kilo plates, which are much different than regular plates. Wow. And much heavier. I've never done kilo plates. Yeah. They are, they're very different, especially if you're squatting, you use the kilo plates on a squat bar and it feels like the weight is like all the way, like you're lifting a house on your back, <laughs> you know, it's, it's very different. So getting used to that plus the new program, um, like, I mean, the program wasn't too different. It was just the accessories, okay. reducing accessories, but increasing volume in in the lifting. Interesting. Yeah. So. Did they work on form at all? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So form was definitely a big thing, um, especially on my squat. I felt, like my, I felt like my squat was not great. Where? In the hole? Coming down in the hole? Or yeah, pretty much. Was that a hip mobility or an ankle mobility thing? With the, with the Hips, probably. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think it's just because I didn't have my feet in the right spot. Are you femur long? Um, Do you know? Yeah. 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 So, that, so I just, I'm, I'm just learning all this, and I wish I had known it when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, because we we were kind of ingrained in our head that there's like there's one squat position, right? You know, and then I'm like, I can't. Mine doesn't look like <laughs> mine doesn't look like yours. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's not until much later you learn out. Oh yeah, it, it depends. Biomechanics is huge. Mm, yep. Um, is this the weight over your head? And you look like you take a step down. No, no. We're t- and then have to the, come back the, up. What, the what are we talking bars about? Bars across your sh- well, not shoulders, resting in your traps essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's it's you squat down and squat back up with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just that's resting so that weight's there, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the it's your ability to do the yeah. gotcha. correct and push and, up with it. You okay. know, um, I'm glad it's just I'm like kind of happy for you just that you're learning all this at this age because you're gonna you're just gonna explode yeah <laughs> thank really. you um because i struggled for so long trying to fit into a, a box that i couldn't fit into right um so yeah it's really cool really thank cool. you um bracing i mean yeah i definitely huge ha- i had to work on that okay. i did not know how to brace properly I, had to, I just learned this past year yeah and it's crazy because i had to use my belt on a lot of um exercises that i was like i don't need to use my belt on this it's only you know 165 and they're like you need to learn how to brace and so that really kind of Dang. woke something up in me like, oh. And they're like, start putting your belt on at a smaller weight so that you can use that to help you brace, you know? You can feel and it. Work you can, your way up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, I always I always was taught bracing was, you know, take this big breath and hold it. Um, and there's a channel called Squat University. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Squat University, do you know it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's where I learned bracing is, is basically imagine there's a balloon in your stomach and you want to inflate the balloon which is going to inflate all around you mm-hmm. so you're creating that expansive pressure in the uh, abdominal cavity all around not just like not in your chest and your lungs it's down here and i'm like oh that's a game changer for me yeah game changer so and stuff like that yeah and it's crazy how many people don't know how to brace properly including mm-hmm. myself yeah previously yeah me too i mean yeah, I, yeah you're like oh okay you take a deep breath and hold it oh i can brace yeah like that's not that hard <laughs> everybody <laughs> should be able to do that exactly that's, i mean guys i wish i was 19 and learning this stuff <laughs> it's dying it's really great that i get to learn all this at such a young age honestly and i felt like i never really looked at it like that so that is all right so you Put in the reps. Um, you're approaching 
powerlifting day. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? <laughs> yep. It is now. It is, it is now. Um, where are you in your weights? Because we start off 185, 185, 87-ish. What is 185 in kilos, though? I don't even know what that is. Like so, 90-something, 90 maybe? I think 185 in kilos, I think it was like, I can't, I think it's it was. It's 2.2 pounds per kilo, so someone can do the math. I think it was 85. Okay, that sounds about right. All right yeah, yeah okay. you, you said 90, so that's yeah. close enough. All right, so where were you at the competition then? So for, so I didn't go full PR for my competition, but. At the competition, I for my squat was one eighty seven point five. Holy cow! And then um, for my uh, for my uh, what's what's it called? My last set. So the, you have um, three attempts for each lift. Okay. So <clears throat> so for squat, bench, deadlift, you have three attempts for each lift. Um, just to keep it, you know, for my first competition. To keep it simple, I went lighter. Yeah. But for um, my PRs, by the time it was time for the uh, meet, um, not at the meet, but for right. my, my PRs, right. I was at uh, one, I think 193 for squat, right. one, and then uh, 93 for bench, and then 240 for, for or no, two, 230? 230 for, for deadlift. Yeah. Holy, that's the big jump. Yeah. But I mean, and people will say, well, that's what, six pounds for, for bench press and another, what'd you say, four or five pounds for back squat. Right. Um, and if you, you get to realize that if you, I mean, if you're working out at a regular pace, you may gain 10, maybe 20 pounds in a year. And that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's dedicated work uh, of, of, you know, one rep maxed work essentially, um, and you gained, you know, basically five five to seven pounds in four weeks. Wow, that's form though. People people I think discount form. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Like the form, you you gain pounds there, but that's really good, especially that deadlift. Holy cow! Thank you. How'd that feel? Amazing. <laughs> like it's funny because for the program, they told me it was like. 225 for my max for like a one rep and then they're like you know what like a bunch of my gym friends were around they're like you know what screw it do 230 and um did i say 135 or 125 i meant 225 anyway um i'm second guessing myself anyway so um cut cut down the water (laughs) right sorry my bad um (laughs) you're gonna be able to drive with all that water gosh swerving all over the roads man um but they influenced you to bump it up. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. So I got super nervous. And they're like, you know what? No, just do it. Like, you're strong. You have the capability. Get out of your head. Exactly. That's a whole big thing is like you being in your head is just. So I went up to the, the bar and I was like, put my AirPods in and I had everything <laughs> set right, what's, up. What's your jam? Totally what's your jam? Um, Anything loud, really. really? <laughs> Just okay. anything right. loud. Classical music at a high volume. Yeah, theme, exactly. Theme song from Rocky. Hey, that's my secret. Don't let it out. Chris, too. It's fine. Actually, I've been to his house when worked out. Classical music. I started working out the classical music. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, don't take away my joke. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Don't take my joke from me. All right, so there you are with your jam. So I walk up to the bar, and I, it, it almost didn't like move at first, so I went to go pick it up, and it moved super slow, and I was like, oh, no. like In my head, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And then... I just stand up and everyone's like cheering like whoa freaking out I'm like yeah and I I set it down and I was just like ecstatic it was such a great moment for me it was so cool 
So sumo or classic? It was um, conventional. Okay, so yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with sumo, but it just depends right. which one you use. Yeah. Yeah. I did look with a hex bar. Hex hey, bars. Hex yeah. bars are great too. Yeah. Absolutely. Centers the weight. I mean, mm-hmm. not that. If I had a hex bar, I'd use it. To be honest with you. Yeah. Hey, not I mean, good. you can go to Iron Asylum. Not gonna lie. So. <laughs> where's, where's that? Which at this point they should I give us free membership for Iron Asylum, Jimmy Beach, just because. Oh, that's great. Our target nice. audience is very much not gym rats, though, so, you know. <laughs> all Everybody's rolling in is going to be like, <laughs> they're going to be like, yes, you need a gym. All right, so so what a what a interesting, I mean, it's a really cool story, but it's, it's an interesting approach to, Oh Wait, you know, wait, wait, wait. What? The cherry on top was you placed what in this competition? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I placed, th- I placed third place, and then... Um, Age group? What did you do? Age group? Weight so group? So for weight class, weight yeah, class, okay. for my weight class, third place, and then I got nine for nine for all lifts. So man, wow, no no lift, no rep. What are they called? No rep? What are they, what are they, no rep? You? No, um, I can't even remember now. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't have to do it. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, Big yeah, accomplishment. Yeah, that's awesome. So congratulations to you. Huge. Well Thank done. you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, that's it was huge. Insane. I was, I was on cloud nine that day. It was just awesome. <laughs> so yeah. you know, one of the things. And go back to we can wrap this back to the discussion about young women. Sure. Um, you were competing against yourself. Yeah. I mean that's essentially what weightlifting is, even CrossFit. Any kind. Of, it's just you compete against yourself. Uh, you, every day you're trying to to outdo you from the day prior, essentially. Right. Um, and I think that's lost. That that approach is lost on a lot of youth uh, in the trying to keep up with what is on social media and what they appear, what, what it appears their friends and, and peers are doing. Um, they should follow golfers on Instagram. <laughs> I just, I mean, nobody, nobody, no, nah, it's a broad brush, but it's, it's, it, it think it holds. Nobody posts their crappiest day on Instagram. No, <laughs> never. Bad hair day. Yeah. Oh, look at me. I suck. Burn the yeah, dish. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I just don't post on Instagram. Yeah. yeah nobody wants other people to know that they suck. Exactly. You know? And I, and I, you know, I would, I would love for you to be able to tie that mantra. You know, you compete against yourself. You, you know, like we talked about squats and squat, you know, squatting positions and squat depth and how that looks and, you know, if you can look at biomechanics, my squat's not going to like hers. It's not going to like like somebody who can go ass to ground. Yeah, you know, which I think is impressive. I wish I could do that, but I can't. <laughs> you know? It is hard between between the knees and and the way I'm built. It's not going to happen. Um, but I know now what works for me, and I compete against myself. And I think that's yep. that's a brilliant way to go after it. And I, I I sense that in the things that you talked about prior to this. I can tie it into the way you approach work. You know, you're not there to impress. Andrew or your coworkers, well, maybe to impress Andrew a little bit. <laughs> maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But you're there to to a, you know, make it for yourself what Don't it is. <laughs> we all want to impress. We all Andrew. want to impress Andrew. I'm a suck up. What can I know? <laughs> so let's be fair. I've never told my employees that they have to impress me. If they come in and they are better than the them that left yesterday, I'm good. Yeah. If they come in and they are not, then then, then you I have rate a them and tell them they're yeah. slime. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's how I should. do it. Yeah. Slide. I make them feel very small. <laughs> exactly. That, that's my fear, ridicule, sarcasm. That works every time. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. That's you just dangerous go to three pillars of education. <laughs> Give them all swoop pins. We'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. That's my. That's my. That's my management style right there. there you, go. <laughs> you don't ridicule. suck so bad today. It's sarcasm. <laughs> um. I mean, that, well, that's a really good story. I'm. I'm you know, 
Shoot. Yeah. Thanks for sharing it with us. That, that's, that's impressive. Thank you. So I'd like to rewind it, though. Oh. Okay. I want to hear about the first, the first few day. Few side effects. <laughs> that's all we can afford. <laughs> Unless Iron Asylum starts to sponsor us. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to go back to uh, Cora's first day in the gym. My first day? First day with the weights. <laughs> I was. Are you taking notes, Carrie? This is my way you are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man. He's a waste. By, by the way, I hope, I hope I'm going to make sure Abby and uh, Rachel and Sarah listen to this. Yeah, I was well. thinking my uh, Katie. Mary, too. To Mary, Mary's working out, too. So yeah. they all need to listen to this. All, all my former girls. Yeah. All right, so there you are. Shout first out day. to them. So, first day. Um, man, that. I don't even. Intimidating? Yeah, it was intimidating. Because I'm going into this gym and I'm a rookie and all I know how to do is like light weightlifting and cardio and, you know, hit workouts, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm coming into this gym and I'm just like super intimidated. There's all these people who know how to do so many things and I'm like, oh my goodness, these people are so much better than me. Like <laughs> they probably think that too. Like this, this girl who looks like she has no idea what she's doing. And I was very intimidated to try new equipment because I didn't want to look stupid. Sure. And I feel like... That? I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I heard someone say once, it's like, you're in. everybody's in the gym for the same reason, to do better for themselves or to work on themselves or whatever. So you kind of got to just take risks and figure out, even if you look stupid while doing it, figure out what you like and you know just test stuff out and just have fun while you're doing it and do your research if that's what you want to do you know do you remember when you came into work after your first day at the gym do, do i yeah do you remember do you remember that day I don't know. <laughs> she comes in i go how was your day she goes i went to the gym i go oh what'd you do at the gym she goes i really i don't know so i, I ran on the treadmill <laughs> and i picked up some weights and i uh i was like and you are what and you go i and then i went home <laughs> Okay, and it it grew to a routine, but over the first day, it was like, so we have no idea what we're doing, right? It's like, I'm going. Which is what you got to do. And you're exposing me out here. Yeah, you're welcome. So uh, how long ago was your first trip to the gym? Just so I can have some some time context here. So I remember after I got back from my trip from Michigan in January, I was like, January of? Of this year. No freaking way. You're deadlifting 240 (laughs) in... Ten months. Ten months. Yeah. So let's be. My fair. daughter Abby is going to not like you. <laughs> she goes to the gym every day. This woman goes to the gym every day. Okay. She's like, this, hey, I'm going to be late for work. More, I'm just now leaving the gym. Even more amazing. <laughs> even more amazing. Drink. So, so, like, you're <laughs> ch- chug that cork. Chug, chug that, that water. Chug that water. Your so, parents are going to be like, is she drinking yeah, water or? Two <laughs> more sound effects. Ten months. Huh? Um, yeah, that's amazing. So first deadlift. My first deadlift. Um. <laughs> so wait a minute. The weightlifting competition was last month. A couple weeks ago, yeah. yeah. You just yeah. did that. Yeah. yeah. Holy crime. Yeah. Welcome, to the, welcome to the show. It's like last year or something like that. Carrie's just been over there drinking in the corner. Yeah. Right, whatever. Water. Got it. Water, obviously. Impressive. Got it. Hey, I appreciate a listener. <laughs> so um, my first deadlift was definitely another rookie type move. Um I didn't know what I was doing, and I thought a deadlift was how this deadlift was. And uh, this is when I was kind of, like, figuring out what I liked. So I was kind of, like, messing around with Olympic weightlifting, like, cleaning and jerking and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
I was like, oh, let me try out a few deadlifts. And I, <laughs> my form was definitely not it. I think I had 25s on the bar. And I was like, this is hard. So I went back to cleaning. <laughs> and I don't even think my cleaning form was right. So I would say between the two, I'd rather deadlift than power clean. Holy cow. It was a lot of fun. Sometimes I think about going back to it. But why don't you? I mean, I that's a good that's a good point. I mean, you don't front you don't you do front squats in your workout routine at all? Yeah, I do. You? Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, I would think. Do you? And this is personal. I'm sorry, getting personal. <laughs> are you comfortable catching the bar in the hole like that on a, on a on a squat clean? Um, I I don't think I've ever tried a squat clean. <sighs> I'm just Carrie's, a regular clean. Carrie's googling these googling this stuff. <laughs> He's like, what <laughs> is this? Front I, I, squats. He's like, why are we cleaning at the gym? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They pay people for that. Iron Asylum's <laughs> got a lot of money. Iron Asylum, Virginia yeah. Beach. They got a lot of money. They can they can afford to make a You need to look up yeah. clean and jerk so she can understand what's... I'm on front uh, I just Weightlifting. You might want to type that in. That's a good point. Clean and jerk weightlifting. Um, the internet's a weird place. It is a weird place. <laughs> yep. All right, that's this guy. That's front squat. Okay. That's, yep. yeah, that's front squat. That's what he Googled. Yeah. yeah. What he Googled. Right. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, would, I would think that you you're, you would be able to do that pretty well given how, how you seem to, to handle the weights. I just, I think I haven't tried it since gotcha. before I started gotcha. getting more serious into powerlifting. Right. So that's something that's been on my mind a lot actually is going back into more <laughs> Olympic weightlifting because uh, it's just fun. It, it so, is. It is. I'm not going to lie. It's just fun. That. And it's kind of like the best of both worlds, powerlifting. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I'm just you know throwing it out there. Everybody's thinking mm. these crazy people. Yeah. You wear lifting shoes. I I wear Vans. <laughs> Those are my lifting shoes. Just curious. I mean, I, so you don't so you don't elevate your heels when you when you squat. Occasionally, do if you? it's due to my workout, yeah. Okay. So um, I've started just squatting flat footed. I just yeah. I just realized that I, I I can I can do okay that way. I was elevating heels. I'm like, eh. All right, yeah. Uh, so I don't get the cling and jerk thing. Is that the whole? <laughs> so what? So it's. Chris, why don't you demonstrate for us? You saw that front squat, right? Yeah. You saw that front squat? Yeah. So, so imagine, I'm, imagine, so you, you, you're taking the bar from the ground. From the ground. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll, you guys talk. I'll find them. The, the, <laughs> what I find amazing are the, the slow motion videos mm-hmm. of, of those when you know the bar basically stops midair and they fall underneath the bar to catch it. It's amazing. I'll find so them. that's the... Yeah. the Flipping to get it up over your yeah. your chest. Not a reverse curl. Pretty it, not right. A reverse curl. So it's on the ground and you pick it up and then you use the momentum from looks your hips easy to me from the video. And you bring it up. I'm just joking. It's almost yeah. like I think it's like what cardio and weightlifting together. Huh. Okay, let me circle back to the beginning of this podcast where we said that <laughs> Carrie thinks about going <laughs> to the gym, gym. <laughs> for as long as she's at the gym. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. right. Been gotcha. to a gym, probably like twenty five minutes. <laughs> they get they send them like a free coupon. Well, in the mail. I'm sure not. I'm not going to any powerlifting competitions. Let's put it that not as a competitor. Terry's <laughs> a January second gym goer. Yeah. See, I've seen that in the Olympics. Hey, right. so when we build the new studio, can we put a TV up so we can see these videos instead of Chris's hand in front of my <laughs> yeah, face? Yeah. So has he gone overhead yet? Has he gone overhead with He's it? He's going slow motion overhead. Yeah. Now we're on to. Jimmy Schmitz. Oh, Some okay. dude's Perfect. face. Anyway, right. So you got the idea. Yeah, I get yeah, the idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you did that. 
New studio. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, tested absolutely. it out. See, see, I whoa words. Didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> Sentence words. She structure. really isn't drinking, guys. Really? <laughs> I really am not. There's two water bottles. Well, no, technically she is drinking. It's just all water. Right. Her dad's gonna listen to this and be Food like, lines. "Are you drinking?" Exactly. <laughs> Food line water. No. Food line water. That's it's dangerous. It's, yeah. Food line's not as fentanyl. It's just normal water. <laughs> fentanyl. It's fentanyl water. What is up with you guys and fentanyl today, man? <laughs> That is, fl- our yeah. that is our second fentanyl joke. Yeah. You guys we are were... starting to get suspicious. Just stop. <laughs> All right. This is the point where her parents worry. Exactly. <laughs> Corey, you come home right now. I don't know who that was. <laughs> who was that? <laughs> I don't know. It's the I... only time Chris has ever done a voice other than like himself. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell which parent that would, would have been. <laughs> Dad, wow. mom. That was, that wow. Was, that was Pat. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> wow, your family sounds all the same. <laughs> They've all got. They might want to get that checked. <laughs> They've all got that weird voice. So you I stand g- out in a grocery store. You know exactly where they're at. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Also, just as a fun fact, we've gone Ma- off the rails. Mike the mailman told me this, and he did it at a baseball game. It was fantastic. We were in a baseball game, and he goes, "Hey, you!" And like everybody <laughs> turned around. It's <laughs> like. If you ever no. want to have fun, just go to either that or stand in a grocery store and go, Dad! And watch all the dads turn around and be like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, That's now so we've funny. gone down a couple off-the-rail rabbit holes. Hey, mm. I don't mind. So no, you can have that bottle. <laughs> oh, perfect. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because I took that out of there, and I didn't need it because Andrew had a bottle of water. So let me just joke with you guys. You guys joked me for having the whole case. I know, but Look now how many bottles we're, of water we're going through a lot of water here. I don't know what's up with that. We're well hydrated bunch. What's the next goal? Next goal. Weightlifting wise. Um, just pushing myself as hard as I can to see where I go. All right. She wants That's to be on the Joe but Rogan it, podcast. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Summer Olympics. Joe Rogan. Where are we going? Here? But yeah, in a healthy Elon way, Musk. of course. Elon yeah, yeah. Musk. Again. Yeah. Well, I'm just kind of curious if you know you 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 see the potential. You saw the potential in your deadlift. I'm like, that, that's to add. You know, fifty five pounds roughly. To your deadlift in four weeks, right? Um, and obviously, you've got the desire and the strength, uh, the knowledge. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if you're like, oh, okay, well, here's where I kind of like to be, right? You know, I think I'm just kind of in a place where I just want to be as strong as okay. I can push myself to be. All right. Pull the mic towards yourself. No, seriously, pull it towards you. Oh. <laughs> You're pulling a carry. Yeah. Just like oh, we didn't, ex- away. I we didn't do that. We didn't explain the, the carry. We didn't explain we the carry. Go. So I have a question. Mm. As much fun and fascination as your weightlifting is, I'm gonna take this off and we're gonna go hey, down. That's to... fine. I'm good to go on another topic. So you've got a lot of. I'm out. <laughs> Bye, Chris. Well done, Chris. <laughs> Goodbye, Chris. <laughs> so obviously you've got a good mindset. You've got a good attitude. You've got a good view of self. So do you do things that traditional people do you like are you on social media? Do you look through social media like Instagram, stuff like that? Are you into that? And if so, like does it affect you at all? Um occasionally. So it depends on what it is, but I've gotten I've been able to get out of the mindset of not everybody's the same and not everything on social media is, you know, true. So you do social media though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. So I'll, you know, I'll post stuff because i want to post stuff or i'll look at i try and filter out the toxic stuff in my feed or just the random stuff even if it's just junk i'm like i don't want to i don't want to be following this person they've become into a yeah. like they've 
yeah, their account has become junk. So or, it's like, or how they affect you, right? Yeah, this, this affects me a certain way. I don't need this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of downfalls to social media, and it can become very toxic very, very fast. So it's definitely important to know what to look out for. Yeah, I think that's a key piece to it, though, because I think it's very easy to listen to that conversation and be like, oh, she just spends all her time in the gym and she has no idea what's going on in the outside world. Right. And it goes, it goes a lot deeper than that in the fact that's of, like, point. so, like, I, I, I know you very well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, you just lost a toxic friend and, like, that changed your mind. But, like, that, or your, not your mind, but, like, the way of you kind of look at things. Yeah. You had somebody that was bringing you down. You essentially remove that piece from your life and you mm-hmm. have better. You do social media. You do look at pieces of that, but you still continue down this path of positivity right. and self-growth and development. So I think that's an important piece to that is that you're not just some gym rat that lives in the gym and like, <laughs> right. sleeps in I'm the I'm a back. real person. I, you sleep in a locker. <laughs> yeah. well, wait for them. I, I, I mean, hopefully people are, are listening to the show critically and, and realize we started this off with what's your day look like? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and exactly. her day is, is, yes, there is a gym period, but there's I got stuff to do. That needs to get done because if it doesn't get done, and no one else is doing it for me, mm-hmm. uh, I've got to go earn money, mm-hmm. right? With the slave driver, um, that's me. That's Andrew. Um, and then you, you have the self care, yeah, part of, of life, which is whatever you enjoy doing that brings you that brings you joy. So hopefully, people are listening critically and not. I mean, yeah, we spent a, a good deal of time talking about weightlifting, but a it's because I enjoy it. But b there there are lessons, life lessons inside of weightlifting like there yeah. are in, in almost every sport and yeah and everything right so the idea that you're competing yourself we, we brought that out you know you as a as a young adult need to stop worrying about what you know your peers are trying to think of you or may think of you yeah you're competing against yourself exactly plain, plain and simple but that I means a hard lesson i get it but you get someone you know a 19 year old like cora who seems to have her head, head screwed on straight you you have the ability to to preach and be heard which is right which is a good thing so i don't know if your parents are going to listen to this but let's pretend that they aren't okay <laughs> um, do you get your grind from them i mean or honestly i'm i'm pretty much just self-driven this is like, just you yeah. of course i've like gathered bits and pieces from, from them because they're my parents yeah, yeah, yeah. but i i've always been very independent and i've always been a a go-getter like I, I want to do this, so I'm going to do this. You're the oldest of five. What's that? You're the oldest of five, right? I'm the second oldest. Just so older than you? Tyra's older than me. Really? Yeah. She's 22. Okay. Yeah. He's, she's the Rachel of the family. <laughs> that's me. That's how that works. Yeah, uh, so I am the second cool. child. Yeah. All right. Um, but I, I'm honestly just self-driven, and I, I've always been independent. You can, you can even ask my parents. My mom would tell you that I've... I've done all these things that a normal two-year-old wouldn't do, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, when I wanted something, I went, I went for it. Okay. So, um. That must be a second child thing. My sister Caitlin's very much like that. Interesting. Shout out to Caitlin. I think it, I think it might be. <laughs> Isn't Rachel like that? Rachel's second child, yeah. Yeah, Rachel. So, can I just draw some parallels and also pat myself on my shoulder you're a second it. child aren't you uh, yeah first, so am i first second first and third second child, third yes. fourth yeah okay um <laughs> our episode nine wow it's a shout back yes it, it, is, shout it back. is a while back we shout were, back we, nope yeah, yeah i don't know what i just I'll, said I'll it's a reach back i'll go with it guys, shout back like no it. shout back is now a thing we've got it's now a thing. midnight 30 and shout yeah. back go there ahead you go. elon musk 
Um, <laughs> we were talking about entrepreneurialism, and yes. a couple of notes that I had made. This was with Adam, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of notes I had made was about kind of um, having a grind vision and always optimism, right? Because you always have to be positive, kind of reaching out for that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I've got here is uh, do not fear failure. Yeah. Uh, and I hear a lot of uh, that in what you're saying here, because if you if you start off with the acceptance of failure or even the acceptance of fear, then it stunts your willingness to do. Right. right? And that's yeah. um, that's I think that's a powerful lesson, both in entrepreneurialism as well as the things that you're reaching. It's also the hardest Absolutely. lesson to learn. And you learn it multiple times. I mean, I just had this conversation with good friends. You know, we were in this thing together and like I, the consumption of the cloud of failure just like drove me over here to this box that I'm not used to operating in. And at some point I had to be like, okay, like we have to accept where we're at and kind of move over to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, I've learned this lesson a dozen times. Failure, you know, failure is going to happen. You can't, you know. So I think uh, the the thing that I think Chris has already mentioned it, but it's worth repeating. I, I believe that it's amazing that you've learned these lessons at 19. Cause right, surely right. I don't think I was learning. Them at no, 19. I was not. Um, no. But the one uh, Laurel I'll hold out to you is I think that perhaps you'll learn them over and over and over again. So that's okay. But mm-hmm. good on you bully for you for starting off. Uh, I, I will say this, that the gym is a great place to, to learn to accept failure. How many failed lifts have you had? Oh, plenty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's a yeah, it's sport, a sport in general. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I just I mean, it's a very feels like a very intimate and personal thing when you don't get that lift. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, I think this goes for a lot of things. But I view failure as motivation to keep moving forward and to God, you know get better. That's America. Because <laughs> because uh, we said that in previous shows, I never learned that fear was to be or failure was to be avoided. Failure was failure. Yeah, failure is yeah. not an option. What is an so option? So you, what are you? <laughs> gen, you're not Gen X. You're not millennial. I'm Gen Z. Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I just, I, yeah, uh, I got, I got big, <laughs> I got big plans for you guys. Um, See, so like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal the, steal the mics for a second. So when we talk about like on our previous episodes, where we go off these rabbit holes about what's rat, what's wrong with America. Then I go to work and I see people like yeah, Cora, absolutely. and you're like, okay, we're gonna be okay, yep. just because of this. <laughs> like, not that you're gonna grow up and be some great politician or some whatever. Like, I'm not putting you in one of those, but like your attitude towards the world and your, I'm just gonna keep being me. I'm just gonna keep doing my thing. I'm gonna keep. I'm not gonna let the pressures of the world get in the way of me just moving along and setting goals and being better for myself. I think I see that a lot, and I especially like you're a very uh, bright star in that, but. I think we're going to be okay because we got people like Cora out there. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's a good way to put that. All right, Cora, where's your name come from? My name? Yeah. Her parents gave it to her? Yeah, yeah, but is there a story behind it? it. Is there a a relative or? So I believe my grandma actually came up with it. (laughs) Yeah. It's a grandma name. That's good to get a name from a grandma. Um, So, yeah, my first name my grandma came up with. Cool. And I think she got it from... Some television show, honestly. Oh, okay. yeah, right. like some old television show. Gotcha. Show, and yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember which one it was, but I just remember my mom telling me that. And probably then, the one with the name Cora in it. Probably, maybe that many. Maybe. Um, <laughs> and then my parents were like, "Oh, that's a good, that's a good name." So they kind of went with it. There you go. And yeah, excellent. Here I am. All right. My mom was so. lazy, by the way. <laughs> I was gonna be Carrie if I was a girl or a boy, so it just kind of. Hey, it's neutral. Perfect. It works just out. Spell it. Chris goes the same <laughs> way, right? Chris same thing. Yeah. It was Christopher, though, right? Yeah, I, I actually 
very early on made sure that that was it was Christopher. Like it. all my name, all my name tags had Christopher on them. Just oh, so people, really? there was, there was no, 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 there was no mistake. Not Pat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not Pat. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have a cousin yeah. who, grown up for, well, my thirty-two. So for twenty-seven years, his name has been Jim. And then he got married, and now his name is James. Mm. And like, wow. Um, well, his name is James, but right. we always right, just call him right, Jim, right, right, Jimmy. Right, right. He goes, no, I'm James. I'm, James like, um, I'm not going to call you James because this is weird. I'm like, weird. James, uh, James, oh, please, James. <laughs> like, this is weird, man. I'm not. <laughs> just, she does started off talking you? about bougie. That's, <laughs> that's quite bougie. Does, does anybody call <laughs> you? We need some more pate. Um, <laughs> this is, this is t- twice in this podcast you've done He's, like impressions. Accent <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. Christopher's uh, feeling himself today. Christopher's I, feeling himself today. <laughs> Christopher. Or Start actually. talking about yourself now. Christopher <laughs> said. <laughs> Topher, if you will. Our next, oh, our next intro, outro, you're going to be, is, it's going to be Christopher. Which is yes, <laughs> actually pretty funny, by the way. That's actually pretty funny. People like, who is Christopher? Who, who? We're here with Carrie, who? Andrew, and Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What were you going to say, Chris? I don't remember. I took you away. No, I did. It was funny, yeah. though. Yeah, it's funny. I don't mind that at all. Um... Yeah, so I, 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 again, I think the gym is a good discussion for the gym if you like the gym. But there's a lot of things that the gym applies to outside of the gym. Absolutely. Um, and you know, we've heard about the work ethic, which I think is um, lifelong. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's it's not something that you can. I don't think it's probably harder to pick up later in life than it is early in life. Mm, um, and how long even how long have you had a job? So. Working with Andrew is my first job, and oh. it's been almost two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, great. In uh, March, it'll be two. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Gonna oh, ask, really? Going to ask him mm-hmm. for a raise. That's crazy. Two-year raise. It's, that's, that's standard, <laughs> by the way. Don't let him tell you any different. Oh, yeah, standard. I think so. 12%. Just put him on the spot right here on, like, on the podcast. <laughs> I'm cheap. I don't pay my Car- people. Carrie's over there 12%. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Carrie's going to pay half that salary. Oh, MLB yeah. rules. Oh, there you go. MLB. There you there go. You go. All right, so so that's that's something that you know you you knew you needed to do and wa- probably wanted to do. I'm assuming because it gives you a certain b- bit of uh, independence, mm-hmm. um, and in a sense, it also I think there's that it, the uh, mental piece of it too. I mean, you're, yeah. you're 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 doing something, and it's productive. That's good. Um, there's so much I want to talk about. The, <laughs> there is the anxiety. If only we had a podcast. Yeah, if only we had a podcast. Man. What do you need, Chris? The anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah, so uh, it's something that uh, I'm familiar with in a lot of different ways. Um, so when did that start? When did it start? Do you know? Um, well, I didn't really start feeling anxiety until I was like a pre a preteen, I think. Okay. I didn't really know what it was. Sure. I got, you know, just like stressing out over little random things. To be um, fair, most people don't realize what anxiety is. Yeah. They don't. They don't understand that concept. And you're like, they just don't get it. Yeah. And I honestly never thought that, or I always thought that I never had it. Because um, growing up, my sister had anxiety, and I would have to see her go through it. And she would suffer through, like, you know, she'd have to stay home because she couldn't go out. She had a lot of social anxiety. So seeing her suffer through it, because the only form of anxiety that I ever knew of was social anxiety. So me being a very social person, I thought, oh, well, I could never have anxiety because I love being social and I love being around people. Um, Until I got older and I realized that I would just get anxious over random little things. And it would come to me in random little clusters. And 
I I didn't know how to deal with it. I was like, what is going on? So um, she needs to meet Abby. She and Abby would get along well. <laughs> they would. I love it. Um, hey, Abby. Shout out to Abby. <laughs> Shout out to Abby. Shout out to Abby. Yeah. Come home for Christmas. <laughs> so I um <clears throat> I don't know. I just I started to grow up with it, but the first. I mean, I don't know if you'd consider this anxiety or just a type of anxiety, but the first kind of mental struggle that I first dealt with was probably OCD. Mm. So I I definitely get it from my dad. My dad has OCD. Um, but it was it was like so obsessive. And that was probably the first time I realized I had a type of anxiety because it affected me so greatly. And it started off with me having like a germophobic anxiety, you know, kind of OCD. I keep backing away from the mic. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's um, fine. Get, get comfortable. Just get comfortable. So it would get to the point where I would like obsess over washing my hands because I felt like they're like, you know, the panic behind that or whatever. So then eventually like I would wash my hands so much they would just get raw. Ugh. Yeah. And I'd have like cracked knuckles and I, this was when I lived in Michigan. So it was already, already always cold. So plus the cold weather and my dry hands, it was just not a good combo. Where in Michigan? Uh, Saginaw. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Her dad was in the Navy. Yep. That's, how you, got, that's how you got down here. Good okay. man. Yeah. That makes good sense. man. Right. Yep. Just, just clarify. Yeah. Just retired, right? Yep. So then eventually my dad explained to me, he was like, hey, the reason why you're doing it, this is because you probably have OCD. And I was like, that's just like, like opened a whole universe universe. And, um, I, that was really the first time that I noticed it. So since then I kind of just tried to find ways to deal with it, especially going back to like the whole internet thing. Like the internet is so good for helping you find ways to cope. Like Googling, like how to deal with anxiety. Like you can do yoga, you can go for a walk, you can read. And it just, uh got to me you know just trying to deal with it and find ways to cope and yeah i managed pretty well so so my oldest daughter is a psychologist down in um uh atlanta okay. she's she's turned her she's using her instagram as a a form of a positive influence so if you have a chance to look at rachel nunez um and it deals a lot i mean she deals she's talking about the mental part of life which yeah. is really cool that's awesome uh, which which more and more is getting the traction it should uh first of all thank you for talking about it because yeah. i know it's not it's not easy no uh, it's not it's easy not. to talk about it uh, and i really appreciate the fact that you're willing to do that for us um and i'm assuming that then you said before that the gym was part of that medication is not the right word but right uh, the therapy, it, therapy. The therapy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah gym yeah. therapy yeah, yeah. so okay um, and the routine as well, just routine yeah. in general. Okay. Yeah. So, my, sorry, go ahead. There are certain uh, hormones that are released from going to the gym and creating routine in your mm -hmm. life that Dopamine, people don't. endorphins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All that. Absolutely. And um, so my anxiety just kind of formed into like, you know, re regular general did you anxiety. Mic? I did. It. We're, we're <laughs> 26 at, at, episodes in a row. We're an hour 30 into it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what a streak. Call Guinness. Amazing. Gotta love it. Yeah. All right. So it just kind of turned into, you know, general anxiety disorder. And like I said, I learned ways to deal with it. But of course, the gym was like 
really my biggest outlet and it just makes me feel like my best self and um just like i feel little to no anxiety when i'm in the gym it's just it's great and that could be whatever it is your passion is i mean you can turn it doesn't have to be the gym Uh, although andrew's right there are certain hormones that are released that help right but you can probably get that similar or a similar effect by if you, if you find something that you enjoy doing and doing an it, I, I would imagine. Of course. I don't know for sure. Just Besides drinking. A healthy outlet, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. You're probably right about that. <laughs> here, here. Speaking cheers. from personal experience. Yeah. That's a um, group of people sit around the table except for Cora and drink. Exactly. Well, she's drinking. Don't... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Consume too long. alcohol. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Words matter. Yes. Um, no, they don't. <laughs> so, can I, I mean, no medication? You're on no medication? No, okay. I'm not. Yeah. And, and that's my I mean, medication is necessary for for, for oh people. absolutely so it's, it's not there's I no just, shame in that no I'm just trying to trying to gauge and, and it's, again thank you for being open about it because frankly that's the only way we're going to deal with it is if people are just open about it yeah um, huge issue right I mean it, we've dealt with it a little bit in the past but the the growth of awareness I think is is has been exponential right and and, and yet still feels like we're lagging behind well right? especially after COVID yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. well also. Just because we're, we're kind of dealing it within the sports world, there's a difference between people who have, for lack of better phrasing, mental illness as far as like, hey, I have high anxiety, and people who are just like mentally weak and lazy. And yeah. then like they, they those are the people that take to social media, right? Those are the guys that talk about it. And you're like, yeah. you don't have mental anxiety. You're just lazy. Yeah. So the fact that we're not having that conversation is because it's overshadowed by a lot of those people who are, you know, oh well, I have this and this and this. It's like, no, you're you're just lazy, dude. Yeah. You know, versus people like you who are like, hey, no, it really manifests itself in my day to day life of like OCD. My wife is very much like that. When she mm-hmm. gets anxious, dude, my apartment never looks cleaner than <laughs> like the moments when my um, I come in and be like, happened the other day. Uh, we're getting ready for Jack's uh, first birthday, and she goes, I clean the walls and the baseboards. I'm like, uh oh. Yeah, like, so my, okay. My wife always says that. If I if I'm out of if I feel overstressed and out of control, I will attempt to assert that control by cleaning. Right. So <laughs> but like that's one of those things is like, you know, it's an actual thing versus yeah. people who are like, you know, I can't get and there are people that can't, but there are people that you're just like, dude, you can go to work and you can kind of get through your day just because yeah. you like you know, aren't feeling yourself. I don't know. It's it's a spectrum. It's a I'd spectrum. Say. But you see a lot of people it, on to Chris's point, the fact that we're not co- talking about it is because it's like everything else. We, we, the people we see on social media are people crying wolf. Yeah. It's like, no, you really don't. There are people that are honest to God sick. Sick, not like, you know, dying. Right. Or but, you know, broad broad brush. But uh, but people on social media are like, okay, now we just don't want to talk about it anymore, mm-hmm. which is terrible. Yeah. So. And I think that's another thing is like, obviously there's so many people who need medication to cope with it. But it's also cool how a lot of people find ways to avoid using medication and try and find outlets, Mm -hmm. like healthy outlets. Mm -hmm. So I find that really fascinating. I think, um, I mean, I applaud a lot of people who go through anxiety and have mental disorders because it's not easy. And it's not easy to talk about, like you guys said. Sure. So, of course, finding outlets and even being on medication and still finding outlets to like and pushing through and sure, doing sure. your best yeah. to you know be your best self again having the difficulty of overcoming that and yeah finding yeah. outlets uh, mm-hmm. so given your 
penchant for nutrition and food science, and I know it's out there, the work's, a lot of work's been done, but the tie between nutrition and mental health and how you can be a positive influence there as well. Yeah. Because I guarantee you that the, and especially the young women out there, the young girls out there who are eating a thousand calories a day, <laughs> trying to fit into some societal norm that truly does not exist. Yeah. Um, it's damaging their, not only their physical health, but their mental health. Yeah, it definitely all ties together. And I agree. Um, that's another thing is I, not only nutrition and food science, but um, like you said, biomechanics and just mental health, psychology, all that. Like it's, I have so many, I feel like I just have to pick one, but I have so many different passions that, you know, I just want to do it all. Don't, don't pull out <laughs> mixing, yeah. mixing those because I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a niche. It's a need. It's it's the, the again the tie between nutrition mm-hmm. and mental health is there. Yeah. Um, and you also it doesn't exist. Well, how it exists. So I'll say Rachel, my daughter, oldest daughter. She's an art mm-hmm. therapist. So That's she, what my sister's studying to be. Okay, art therapy. Um, my youngest daughter's studying psychology as well. Now, she doesn't know exactly how she wants to do it, but that you know she's not trending towards art like Rachel. Rachel got her undergrad in art. And they got our master's in therapy for art therapy. Um, so you can, I can absolutely see it, not that it would be nutrition therapy, but again, nutrition and mental health. Mm-hmm. And then, because that's the whole person concept. You know, you, I mean, just being facetious, but, you know, Twinkies and <laughs> donuts and, you know, candy for your diet are not in, in soda you're not going to feel good right? physically is, or mentally. Yeah. I mean, and of course those things are fine in moderation and every once in a while, but when it's all you eat right? and, and you're just not, and like we said multiple times, it doesn't only affect your physical, but your mental, all those, you know, processed foods and crap and everything, yeah. you know, it's, it really does affect you. And I, for one, have definitely noticed that because before, um, a couple of years ago before I started, you know, losing weight and getting into my fitness journey and all that, I, I just remember feeling like very foggy brained yeah, from uh, yeah. a lot of foods. Yeah. And then once I started eating cleaner, I was like, oh, I have so much mental clarity and like my brain feels clear. So, and, so what you're telling me is that being a huge fat ass is bad for me? Yeah. Sorry, Andrew. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Stop eating Subway. <laughs> <laughs> I have <it>. Wow. <laughs> Good old Subway. Good old Subway. <laughs> wow. Some of you will understand why that joke is funny. That is really, that's, that, might be, that might be the best in 26 episodes. Right? I'm just saying. Wow. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulique. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to ask this question. I'm going to throw this out here is there a is there a particular faith component in your life as well um yeah yeah hmm? i i do believe in god okay, so that's good god has helped me through a lot of this that, and that's a classify as christian yes what, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> i identify as a christian <laughs> no 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 let's be clear because she's got family that are christian scientists and we were oh. talking about them the other day oh. i'm like what's I thought I, I, I oh. thought of it. I thought of the young person with the um, the atypical uh, Jesus dude 
T-shirt that says, uh, you know, JC is my homeboy. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure where we were going with that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Also, those, you know, non-denominational churches where, like, they have jamming music and you're like, I'm going to get into my prayerful mode. And you're like, I feel like I'm in a rock concert. I don't know how I'm praying here. Just just to be clear, non-denomination is a denomination in of its own. Just, it, just, it just is. I go to a non-denominational church. Oh, so you're non-denominational so, denomination. You're, you're, gotcha, okay. Not. Who do you write your check out to? <laughs> <laughs> I, Jesus. <laughs> he's my homeboy. She fits, she fits right in. That's Can you imagine like writing a check to Jesus? <laughs> I'm going to write my next check to the church to Jesus. There you go. I'm going to write that in the tagline, the memo line. To um, JC. To JC. Right, so that's good. That's important. And I just, I, I just, I was just curious. Just want to know. Um, uh, it's. Um, you know, you're not supposed to ask those kind of questions, but whatever. Hey, you know what? You got to ask the questions that, no, that everyone's afraid to ask. That's true. That's true. So do you identify as a woman? I, I do. I do, <laughs> do identify as a woman. Here we go. Just checking. It only took an hour and 40 minutes, but we're now. <laughs> we're officially so in the... she entered the power of... Well, she's not telling you she identifies as a 12-year-old, and she won the 12-year-old. That category. would be hilarious. Yeah, there you go. You competed in your age bracket, your weight group. <laughs> First and second place were not men pretending to be women. Let's let's like get all of these disclosures out of the way real quick. No, um, it's like that episode of South Park where Triple T becomes a he's like a become he identifies as a woman and starts competing oh, in women's yeah. wrestling. I knew you'd bring up South Park at one point. I love South Park. <laughs> Andrew should be in South Park. He should be a voice actor Dude, for South call Park. Call me. <laughs> let's go. That would be funny. Let's that go. Funny. Oh gosh. <laughs> you really respect my oh, classic. So, what were we talking about? <laughs> Speaking of things, faith, right? So, so faith has played a big part in your life as well. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, that is also one of the things that has driven me is my relationship with God, and really, just I wouldn't have been able to do without Him. Huh? So, huh? I like that. It's, you know, it's it's uh, it's not abstract. It's it's real. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I try to keep it as real as I can. Yeah. 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 That's, that's good. All right. What else was not, not supposed to ask? Let's just bring up all the controversial questions. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's just, um, you know, I, you, I, I, you, you kind of face off against a lot of um, stereotypical views of a 19-year-old today. Yeah. So. Um, not that that's a bad thing. I just, right. It's just different, and, and I appreciate your perspective. Well, does it bother you? you? But does, does what, what bother, bother me? You? Does it does it bother you? What we would consider a typical nineteen year old's, for lack of better phrasing, woke mindset, especially in young women. Um. You know, like kind of broad spectrum where I'm going. Right. It doesn't. I don't know. Um. I feel like a lot of people see me and. I mean, especially at work, and they're like, oh, well, this girl doesn't have, has no idea what she's talking about, you know? Or I feel like a lot of people s- assume things about me just because, you know, I present myself a certain way because, you know, I'm just like, I'm a very bubbly, goofy person. And naturally a blonde. Let's be fair, the brunette is I am naturally. If we had video, Chris, <laughs> you would know that she's naturally. Why is it my fault? Because it, I Because it is. Okay, it is point. your fault. It's All my right. fault. I am naturally a blonde, and uh, <laughs> so I, I do fall into that category sometimes. But it's it's funny because this is actually something I love talking about. A lot of people underestimate me. 
That's and the best place to be in life. Underestimate Cora. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> um, At, actually, I worst I, case scenario, she's yeah. gonna pick you up and body slam you. <laughs> I kind of just like, saying. I, I like people underestimating me. Me too. I think you know what, but that's a good point because I think it also goes into drive because it drives you to prove them wrong oh, and i love proving people there wrong yep. <laughs> especially in the gym you know people like to doubt me a lot in there and i had some guy um ask me a couple weeks ago and he's like you know how much can you bench and i was like oh and at the time it was like 90 and he's like oh that's actually pretty good and i said yeah i know it actually is <laughs> it's just funny a lot of people will underestimate me and then i come to surprise them and they're like oh and it's just interesting seeing the people like the look on their faces i believe it so i gotta ask because abby's gonna want you got a pull up what's that do you have pull ups yet have you able to get a pull up um abby's working i think she she said she's got one (laughs) i think i'm about to say yeah yeah you know you know, it's something we don't think about as men, but that, that, that and that's because of form in that also. That no, I think most of the time it's it's literally a strength thing. I so mean, there, it's the there's upper body there's, strength there's, there's there's a there's a there's a physiological difference. Yeah, it's, it's much more difficult for for women to build that upper body strength. It is. Yeah, I mean, let, let's be honest. With you. She walks into a room, you know, she you, you know, core lifts. If, if you know what you're looking for, you know, core lifts. She's wearing. We don't have video, so I, I could say I, it. She's wearing a weightlifter T-shirt. People are like, "What? We don't have video, Chris. Nobody can prove me wrong." <laughs> hey, this is true. I'm we could always be lying I'm, right now. I'm just saying. So, and like Abby, she's like you. She can squat and deadlift. Mm-hmm. But her body is a challenge to build. Yeah, it, it is. It is, and you know, not impossible. Just challenge. It's funny because I'm like, yeah, I can deadlift. 230 pounds but i can't do a pull-up <laughs> yeah, like, yeah the the balance is so off but yeah. it's I mean, just the way your strength is right. you know i mean and, and, and you like abby are probably training towards him and she had her one of her goals is i want to get be able to get string some pull-ups together i'm like that's good work on that you can do that right you see, you see bodybuilders like those big bodybuilders but they can't do yoga <laughs> like i can't you're like well I mean, trade-off. Yep. Yeah, it is definitely a trade-off. Yeah. Yoga is an exercise carry. <laughs> Kiss my... Oh. <laughs> setting dog. We're using plastic cups. There's no glasses in Down, here. Downward dog. Downward dog. I like that. Wow. Upward you couldn't dog. even follow. I know. Well, Paul's wife's gonna kill me. It was at this, it's at it's this a, point that Cora really doubted her decision to come on the show. <laughs> How many what? people listen to this? Wait a second. Yeah. That's how Cora um, talks. She talks with the list. I just gave it to her. Pretty much, yeah. Just stop, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> three impressions. We can hit a mic actually, and three impressions. I actually do that a lot. Yes, yes this so is true. You don't catch that one. Not um, on the mic, not on the podcast. One of the things that. Uh, Words. Well, the, 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 the note I've written down is wiring the mind. Yes. Um, At no point did she say she was an electrician. <laughs> hey, maybe that's one of my new passions. You never electrician. know. Electrician. <laughs> <laughs> learn a trade. Powerlifting exactly. and electrician. Oh, learn a trade. That's a great point. It sounds like a great movie. Which, which does, we need to talk about school. Um, the, the. Carrie's like, Yes. <laughs> Did you see Carrie's face? It's like, all right. Can we get that already? Where, where, um, where are we going with What that? you've done... we got to finish this thought first. 
We keep running down the rabbit holes. Curves are like, can you just say something, Chris? <laughs> She's about to reach over and smack me. Will you just say something? People um, are hitting that 15-second button <laughs> on <laughs> Spotify. Skip, skip, skip. <laughs> just us laughing the rest of the podcast. to totally jack up the analytics. <laughs> Is Joe, is Joe Rogan on this thing? Oh my God! <laughs> he should be. At, at, the, end, at the end, you gotta wait till the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys have to wait the whole thing. Yeah, wait for it. it's like a Marvel movie. Um, so, plot the, line: the fact that you've worked on maybe not consciously, but wiring the mind, and maybe it is kind of consciously if you're talking about dealing with anxiety. Right. But you've created you've created neural paths of of I think Andrew talked about moving forward, setting goals, moving forward, competing against yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if that's a, if that's necessary. What people your age, most people your age do. Uh, I when I was your age, uh, Carrie probably the same way. It was more like just doing, mindless, not mindless doing, but I'm not sure I had much of a thought as to why I was doing certain things. Yeah. Um, and I was not creating those neural pathways. I, and I, I just sense in what you've told us this evening that, that that's what you've done is, is created these habits which create neural pathways that are going to be with you uh, as you move forward and age and mature and go on with life. And I think it's, it's as Andrew said, it's, it's a, a sign of hope in a sense that there are people out there doing that. Um, I just wanted to bring that because I saw that note about wiring the mind. Like, yeah, you've you've done a good job of, and not that it's a done deal, right? You, know, you yourself have said that you know you're still learning. Yeah, of course. But, you know, you're talking about going to school. Nice segue, by the way. Um, you're talking about going to school uh, to study nutrition slash food science, uh, right. maybe in some psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, any trepidation about going to school? Fear. <laughs> He just he just I'm called you out, Corey. You gonna take that? He said a look on my face. I said I was going for the lower base. Out. I was assuming that like I was gonna listen to this later and be like, what's trepidation? Um, I mean, there's always that you know intimidation of what what's to come and what I can what can I what I can achieve. Goodness. <laughs> Give another bottle of water. Clearly not this sentence. Hold on. Want some more water? Clearly, we got a case of it over there. Yep. Hey, I have this one and half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, there's that initial intimidation. Um, however, honestly, I'm pretty excited. Okay. Because, I mean, ass. Good job. Be excited. I am excited. Yeah. So, where do you want to go? Um, I'm going to start out at TCC. That's what Mary's doing. The yeah. Good, good call. Yeah. Nice. I think. Shout out to Mary. Shout out to Mary. Hey, Mary. Hey, Mary. Um, Does Mary ever listen to these? I have no idea. Okay. Well, hey, Mary, if you do. Kate doesn't listen to (laughs) these. Bye, Mary, if you don't. I'm going to force her to listen to this one. Force her to listen to one. Um, All right. Excellent. So let me ask you the the thought process to choosing TCC. Um, Honestly, just because it's like you can easily knock out classes and then build your way up to a university. And financially, it's... I think much smarter in the long run. So, and you can still work. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm like saying it from a from a you know boss perspective, but like sometimes you go to university and the classes are so weird that you're like, I can't mm. hold a job and have a class at eight a.m., yeah. three p.m., and nine p. nine p.m. Yeah, like, who the hell hold a job with, with those classes? Yeah, exactly. Oh, 
for those of you who aren't in the room with us, <laughs> because we don't have the video. Did we catch that on the video? <laughs> oh. Let's Chris just raised his left hand. Damn it. Should have said right hand. Nobody can prove it. No, <laughs> no video. Prove you're wrong. Chris just raised both hands. He what? He just raised his foot. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so are you finding like, um, so you said you took a year off? Yeah, about like a year, year and yeah. a half. Were there others in your prayer group that did the same thing? Or? Um, I honestly just decided I wanted to do it because I needed more time for myself. Okay. So you but originally kind of you a, weren't. Yeah. Right? You were going to go to Regent. Yeah. I really wanted to go to Regent, oh. but then I panicked because I was like, oh, shoot, I'm not ready for this. It's kind of expensive. Yeah, and expensive. Yeah. Shout out to Micah and Regent University. Oh, hey, Micah. Hey, Shout Micah. out. So... Bob McDonald. It's fascinating. I mean, that's that's. I've had uh, Sarah took a year. Mary took a year. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's a good call. I think. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. You got your whole life ahead. And You're you know 19 what? years old. Absolutely. And you know what? Since you say that, it's interesting because so many people have told me, "Oh well." Don't take off too much time because then you're never going to go. And then I'm like, well, I have this goal. I'm ready to set it. Just right. watch me, you know. I'm I'm not going to become one of those people who's lazy and just doesn't want to go to school. Right. Like, I have a Works goal in Andrew my head. for the rest of her life, yeah. <laughs> Who wants to do that? <laughs> I pay pretty well. Let's be clear. Pay pretty well. He, he Plus, does. She's, she's getting a raise at her two-year anniversary. 12%. 12%. 12%. just rolling his eyes. <laughs> He's like, he's coming out of his ears. 12%. He's like, this podcast is over. (laughs) We're done here. Can't afford this podcast anymore because they fired. They do more. So it's just crazy to me that a lot of people, that's another form of people underestimating me. It's just, oh, well, what if you never, well, I already have this plan set in my head. Yeah. So why does it matter? But also, what if you, like, this is my biggest pet peeve with people would say if you go to school. What if you don't go to school and accumulate $120,000 in debt? Yeah, exactly. You know, what if you find something that you're passionate about? Mm-hmm. Like, what if just for the sake of argument, your passion was just like, I enjoy working at the gym. Right. I don't want to, like, and you, granted, you have higher goals, but, like, if you went to school and got a master's in nutrition, you're like, I hate this. I just enjoy working out and showing people how to work out. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you don't need to go to school for that. Yeah. But if you had taken, if you had just gone straight into school... One, you probably wouldn't realize what you, you know, knew the nutrition side of it that you really liked because you learned that at going to the gym mm-hmm. after you had decided to take the year off. Like yeah. You learned that was your niche while you were off. Exactly. And two, you didn't have the, what are you laughing about? <laughs> Dude, you're so animated. Your head almost exploded when you said niche. <laughs> like, I'm going to use this word. This is great. Nobody's gonna see that because we don't have video, Chris. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's gonna see your head Chris. almost exploding. Wait a second. <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I mean that's a good point. She would never have found this had yeah. she not taken the year off. Yeah. yeah. Probably would have been better if I'd finished the thought before I got mad at Chris. But <laughs> <laughs> probably. Where did you go to school? High school. So I was Can actually you say that? I was actually homeschooled. Oh, another old schooler. <laughs> he knew that, by the way. He set you up I, for I had a feeling when I was halfway through his sentence that he started raising his arms. <laughs> Again, if we had video. All gas, right. no breaks. All yeah. gas, Take no a shot every time Andrew says video. I'm going to say it a few more times. So, <laughs> What don't we have? Video. Oh. What does she work out? Video. Iron Asylum. <laughs> Iron Asylum. Iron Asylum. Um, all right, so homeschool. All the kids homeschool? 
Yeah, all my siblings okay. were homeschooled. Yeah, yeah. So all six of ours were homeschooled as well. Wow. Well, now let's let's be very clear. Julie homeschooled six children. Start Mine's homeschooled too. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. He just started this is to true. walk. He's not wrong. He's <laughs> not wrong. He, he just started walking. Where did he learn to walk? <laughs> he did just. Right. He just he learned to walk. He was home. He's full fledged walking now. Hey, he learned what a dog was. So that he does. The money, he knows um, three words. Money should follow the child. Was there any any talk or discussion about trades? Trades. Trade schools, like learning a not trade. Not trading kids, like hey, Tra- we're tra- <laughs> trading. Kids. We don't like this. We're one. not talking about swapping. <laughs> Can we take yeah. one of yours? Yeah. If you would take. Hey, I really don't have like my family anymore. Can I join yours? <laughs> we'll take. Hey, we'll take your oldest for two of the two, youngest. <laughs> two of these five year for two. Two 2025 and 2026 editions. <laughs> First and second round editions next year. We need a tax write off right now. I think we kind of messed this one up. Yeah. Can we just take one of your new? <laughs> Was there any talk about trade schools or, or not going to a college and going to learn a trade? Just out of curiosity. Um, like welding and stuff. Yeah, welding, HVAC, plumbing, electrician. Yeah. You Didn't know, she just here. She's wiring the mind. That's electrician was the thing. That's right. You know, um. I actually thought previously slightly about welding because I just thought it would be cool. Like underwater welder? Any kind of welding. Any kind of welding? Yeah. Just right. because I liked the the idea of it and just kind of being in that environment. I don't know. It's something about it fascinated me. I can see that. Um, the big work boots and the ridiculous outfit fascinated you. Pretty well, much, plus you yeah. have to wear a helmet that you can... You can, like close by shaking your head. We only have video. Yeah, but, <laughs> if you, but have you ever seen one of the videos with a guy or a gal? You know, they snap yep. their head forward and the helmet comes down, and someone puts the yeah. piece of cardboard in yeah. front of them. Have so you ever they start been... they start welding and they can't see anything. So look, man, I tried welding once and uh, forgot to open the visor. No, so you put the visor down, and until you start welding, you can't see anything. You can't see anything until you. So I was like, starts. I was like. What? Uh, my head exploded. I'm like, I, 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 wait, I need the visor down to weld, but I can't weld with the visor down because I can't see anything. Yeah, touch something. Oh, my goodness. That was, it was crazy. So, I, I mean, I'm just curious because, yeah. I mean, our kids, uh, we, there was no pressure to go to school. Right. Um, um, to college. Yeah. And we, we've talked about this before that it seems that the trade schools don't get the love from the establishment right that they should yeah and i it's funny because i feel like a lot of people um just they don't think that certain things just because you're not going to college they think that certain things aren't a real job like oh my gosh like plumbing or you know (sighs) painting houses something like that like something you're passionate about could be something small manual labor is not to, to think that someone's thinking manual labor is not a real job yeah and I, I'm not quite sure. I think that's a modern It has to be, doesn't it? I right? think so. And, yeah. and it's, yeah. uh, there are quite a few things that I think we've gotten, we've turned upside down. Yeah. That's one of them, right? And it's really unfortunate because it just puts a damper on people's mindset. Like the whole, like, oh, you need to go to college right now. Well, I don't know what I want to do. So then you panic. And I know so many people who, you know, joined the military because they didn't know what to do. Not a bad, not a bad choice. Yeah, no, no, not, not at all. Choice. But I, w- it went done with your eyes wide open. Right. I mean, but I like, yeah. I, mean, I like her mind, her mind set here because we've talked about this. What is, what is the rush 
to send you off to school at 18 if you're not really sure what it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Um, I, I, I think we've talked about it before. I would like to see some kind of mandatory national service yeah. like the coming out of high school. A lot of countries do it, yeah. Just, just go, go do something to better the country. Well, I, that's I think the byproduct. Mm. I mean, government service. I think is you be, the you, you better you better the country by bettering yourself, and that you you move away, get out of your comfort zone, find out hopefully some life experiences, what's your bag, what's not your bag, you know where you're. She's found her intersection. I'm my thing: intersection of passion and skills. Uh, where that lies, and then you can make a better decision after a year, year and a half. Exactly. I mean, you think about it from a culture perspective too. I have this conversation with people all the time when they they look down on us because we work in food service and we work with people. Yeah. I'm like, you get your ass back here and do it. <laughs> yeah. You do it, and then I think everybody should have to work in food service mm-hmm. and retail at some point because yeah. it's like, you know, there's a sp- certain level of skills that you only learned from dealing with those people oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but you, there's learn, a, you learn that all of life is sales right I yeah. Mean, yeah but you, so. you deal with entitled people who you know again broad brush but they went to high school and then they jumped into college and they jumped from college to their whatever their their big degree was and they didn't for lack of better phrasing have to grind mm-hmm. you know you're like you don't understand not not even have to grind but like have to deal with normal people they kept yeah per- they kept their face in the books for eight years and didn't have to deal with real people or real government or real anything. Exactly. And they're like, well, I went to school for eight years. It's like, yeah, but I've been grinding. While you've been doing that, I've been doing this. Yeah, or while I, you've been doing yeah. this, you've been doing that. There's like there a is, real world out there. I, I will defend him a little yeah. bit. I think, I think that there is a, um, there is this, there is a, uh, a segment of society that is certificated. Mm-hmm. And because of that certificate, they believe themselves... Um, somewhat more advanced than others. Sure, I, I, I gave and, you that. And, and to to the degree that those individuals exist, then I agree with you. I right. Think, I think there is a lot to be. I, mean, I I really debate about kind of the the modus operandi, and, and I'm sorry, we're revisiting older podcasts, but the whole process that colleges are going through now, because I think in the past. You really you learn some tough lessons even being in the classroom, yes. right? Yes. Um, I hope that there's I think, somewhere, Andrew, I th- where I think you there are. are some, there are some colleges. In a, yeah. Some, but I mean, I think there's smaller colleges. To be honest with you, where, where that's taking place, I think. And this, again, I don't know, so maybe it's a broad brush. But I think there are a lot of learning higher learning institutions where it is, you know. I'm going. We're going to affirm your, your thoughts on the world, and that's it. So we're not going to challenge you. We're not going right. to introduce, you know, opposing opinions because we we think we want you to think you're right. I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's I, why I, that's why certain people get shouted off a of c- campus without having a fair say. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. I mean, I think all of you guys are right though, because it like everything plays a part in everything whether it's like real life skills or learning through a program or I'm there's always some sort of challenge that you have to go through in order to achieve this goal. Yeah, that's and true too. like Andrew was saying, like 
we have to deal with people in sales and stuff and it's like that's i mean like we're grinding of course and it's teaching us life lessons and honestly i tell people a lot like i have learned a lot about business just by working with andrew not not surprising you know Nuts. Yeah, but so. I tell people all the time, people go like, I'm going to go to school to learn how to, business, to do business. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, the best way to do business is to run a business. Because mm-hmm. it's easy in a per- the corporate version of like A plus B, you know, you know it, how it works. But like in, in the real world, it's like, okay, this month you're upside down. What does that mean? Like, I don't know. It doesn't fit into my, you know, how are you going to get, you know, what happens if this happens? It's like, are you, well, putting, are you putting down my business degree? Yeah, and mine. I'm definitely putting down my MBA. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with a business degree, but I just find it interesting how you can learn so much from running a business or working in a business, and you don't even realize. it's Yeah, it's a good so, balance. Yeah. So Dude, I remember the first time they gave me a P&L. I was like, what the hell is this? And now they were like, don't you have a business degree? I was like, yeah, but this is this PNL's negative. And <laughs> it and can't be negative. Can't be That's negative. Right. None of the examples in school were negative. Yeah, none of the examples in school were negative. This is not how this works. Those, yeah. don't, those don't exist. Yeah. I'm like, no, make imaginary money appear. I did not overpay everybody. Unicorn. <laughs> yeah. And that, that plays a good part in what you were talking about, about how you have to grind in the workplace. But in school, it was like, oh, they just gave you this and expected you to know how to use it or yeah. whatever. So Give you all the, you know, you learn a lot of tools to succeed, to succeed by actually going out and, yeah. you know, doing it. I, I have to agree, Andrew. I mean, talking to Cora gives you a optimistic view of the future. Yeah. It does. That's what I'm telling you. Thank like, you, Cora. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I appreciate it. I'm glad I could give you guys that that view. Well, I mean it's nice to it's nice to know that um I guess that you people like you exist. I mean that, that all all we all we <laughs> tend to all we tend to I mean either focus on or hear about are the negative examples right um but i i wonder if that's not a construct that we're being told to buy into right and therefore if if there is no little no hope then you must rely on the establishment and the powers surrender to fear to be and yeah so let us we'll, let us take care of everything mm-hmm. right you know, okay and i think the government is here to help us yeah <laughs> you're gonna laugh at that one if we had video you'd see carrie's face um i think another thing that plays into the whole optimistic thing is um a lot of people have t- trouble thinking critically and you know wow. i think there's a lot of things that people just kind of see one-sided and just kind of look at like oh well this person's only doing this because of this okay well what if there's a reason why they're doing that it's kind of like don't judge a book by its cover type of thing. Like you never know what someone has going on in their life. That's a that's a, that's so. a very good point. That's a, a call for mercy. I just got a new shirt that said everyone's fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Oh, mm-hmm. I've seen that. Uh, not Grunt Style. Who did that one? Uh, I have to think about it. But I just you got know it what I'm in talking the mail. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. got it in the mail the other day. It's yeah. a great shirt. Valhalla Project. That might, might be Valhalla. Yeah. Valhalla Absolutely, Project. and um, that plays a part into mental health as well. Yeah. So. All right. I think mercy and compassion, though, as a society, we've gotten very far away from as far as... Unfortunately. Know, because we don't reach for them anymore. It's easy to reach for judgment and, you know, casting people the, out. Yeah. The companions to mercy and compassion, though, are... One of the big ones is humility. 
Yeah. And that requires you to recognize the faults in yourself and that you may be wrong. Um, both, which, I mean, speaking personally, are, are difficult to mm-hmm. wield. They yeah. have to be wielded, but they're difficult to wield. So I, I, I understand why it's, we, you know. It's also putting value in the other. True. That's, that's difficult well, in, a, in a... Removing the label of other from the other at that point, well, right? That's too. what you're doing. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. Seeing the humanity right. yeah. in someone else. Yeah. And it's tough in this kind of pseudo, well, neo-narcissistic, neo-paganistic society that, uh, that we've created. Yeah. That's why it, it is refreshing. So, uh, again, just from a personal perspective... Um, Shout out to the homeschool mafia out there. <laughs> one of the, one of the um, concerns often was, you know, um, you, know you can you can um, develop your own tea bag, but eventually you're going to have to dip it in the hot water of the world, right? Yeah. And so um, it's it's good to hear others that are yeah doing well and not yeah you know, not floundering. Yeah. Right. So well, I mean, you don't you don't. Give birth to the baby and send it out to the world. And let it do its thing, right? Right. You provide all the requisite education right. and skill set yeah. to send it out to the world. It's ready to stand up. Yep. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. Damn it. Yes. Yes. As as proven by <laughs> by the card and check that I got from my mom for my birthday. <laughs> to myself, how old do you have to be? <laughs> You did not get checks from your parents anymore. You get like, checks from your parents? I'm like, Mom, come wow. on. You know, I don't need this. Oh, by the way, next month you're getting the same amount back. So I, I don't know what we're doing here, <laughs> That is so. too funny. It's just the same check from 1950 that you just keep bouncing back and forth. How old do you think Carrie is? I love that. It's fantastic. 1950. 1950, yeah. Hello. It's Duh. written on papyrus. <laughs> written on papyrus. That's how, my, that's how my extended family is. They're like, yeah, you turned 18. You don't receive any more gifts. For Christmas or anything. So you know, <laughs> when, you know when the cutoff in my family is when you have a kid, you don't receive gifts anymore. Wow. Oh. So like Jack and I, my birthday's on the second, and Jack's birthday's on the third. People were like, "Hey, you want to come over and get these gifts?" I was like, "Oh, gifts!" They're like for Jack. I was like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, you, you get nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> you, get you get nothing, and you like it." My mother made me cookies. <laughs> well, there you go. That's hey, cookies something. are a gift. That's, That's a gift. Yeah, Jack Jack's the gift right there. There you go. Sweet old Jack Jack. Sweet old Jack Jack. Just started walking. Look at that. Cool beans. All right. Corey, any closing thoughts? Well, we'll, we'll let you take it out. What's that? We'll let you take it out. You know, I, I've i had a great time talking with you guys. It's definitely, it's like, it's different when you have, you know, this mindset and you think all these thoughts, but you never put them into words. So it's very interesting hearing myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. You did a fantastic job <laughs> expressing yourself um, and, and presenting your, your life. And, and we, again, not easy to talk about things, some of the things you talked about. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that you continue on the trajectory that you are on because it's fantastic. Thank we'll you. have you back. We'll definitely have you back. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool beans. All right, Absolutely. everybody. Cool. Thank you so much, guys. That's Thanks episode 26 here. in the books. In the books. Let's clink these plastic glasses together. And, and this the plastic water bottle. Water bottle. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Perfect. Cheers, everybody. Should we afford a sound guy? We can't afford a sound guy. No, can we? we can't. We have to pay Cora a 12% raise. <laughs> Straight out of Andrew's pockets. <laughs>
And that wraps up today's show. We hope you enjoyed listening to us weave our way through all of today's topics. If you have something to say, good or bad, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line at comments at theupsetpicks.com or hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And don't forget to check out our daily Chasing the Dog video on YouTube where we'll give you our top dog play of the day. Make sure to give us a thumbs up and hit subscribe. Also, visit our website, theupsetpicks.com, where you can see all of the packages we have to offer, including our specials. So, from Carrie, Andrew, and Chris, and the entire Upset Picks team, thank you for listening to us go all over the place. Be blessed, be smart, and be bold, and make sure to join us next week for more wit, whiskey, and wisdom. <laughs>